I think I've seen it. And Why? there, and there's a, a house on the lake, and there's a magical mailbox mm-hmm. that, when he puts a letter in, it goes back in time or in the future two years something. Yes, there's also right. an overwhelming sense of sadness most of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. What about this movie? Yeah. Well, I, I was, was just telling. We were going. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just took my meds. I'm sorry. It hasn't kicked Hello. In Hello. Hello. What's up, bro? Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Nary Signs. I'm like, what? How can this? <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm, I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. And welcome to the What's Up Bro podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to watch and listen to uh, people talk uh, and get deep, get emotional, and cry. And, uh, and <laughs> at least when we record together, yeah. And then right? discuss and then discuss uh, things such as family, unity, and porn. Usually, what comes up when us three get together? I am there. Signs with me uh, as usual is Steph Animator Senior. Hello. And Martika's back. Guess who's back? Back again. Martika's back. Um, the way I was high time. before with my fingers shows that I've been watching way too much ASMR. <laughs> oh, that's just spirit fingers to me. That just means you've been watching uh, Bring It On. Bring it on. Like I'm in. <laughs> I am in. A shout out to Peter, uh, who says, hello. Hi. Hello, Peter. Um, if you are listening to the audio version of this, just know that you could go and watch us on YouTube or on uh, Facebook when we go live every Wednesday. Yes. We are like 15 minutes early today because uh, I kind of want to go to a show at the Miami Improv today. I have nothing to do with the show, but a friend of mine is performing there. And I kind of want to go. Right now. Mario Ramil, a friend of mine. Mario. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not get carried away. Hold on. I mean, he's fine. Uh, but uh, he's you know, he's a friend of mine, and I want to go. And he was there at my show last week, so I want to go and show support. <clears throat> so even if it's just 15 minutes, it's 15 minutes, man. Anyways, we were talking about the lake house because Stephanie came out. First of all, she just made a bold face live pre-recording, pre-Martika coming on, saying that she usually gives a day warning when she's not going to be participating which is inaccurate to me no it's inaccurate even that's inaccurate but let's go with the flow let's say for the sake of argument let's say she does do that since she's in the future because she is 14 hours ahead of us as far as ahead of miami and you know florida time she's 14 hours ahead I made the statement of her day before is like a day and a half before for us but that's not how time works. But that's exactly how time works. 
exactly. you're adding in like a day and a half. You're adding on like all this extra time. That's 24 I'm plus 12 hours. I'm adding a day. <laughs> I'm adding a day. If we're already a half day behind you, because we're 14 hours behind you, that's more than a half day behind you. So if we're already a be, uh, 14 hours behind you, that's half a day. And yeah. you're saying that you give us a day notice, that would make it. No, a I say day I write to you a day before. I don't give you a full day notice i write to you the day before and i said to you to be fair for you that's probably still the same day because right. i literally wednesday night for me i will sit there and figure out if i can record if i can't i'll let you know i go to sleep i wake up so we were trying to figure out when that is like the whole time frame situation and okay, i made so what is it right now and what time is it right now for her it's thursday and when? it's and it's 14 hours ahead so if we're eight o'clock then it's 10 o'clock for her. 10 o'clock in the morning for her. Oh, it's yeah. 10 a.m. over there. Okay. Yeah. 10 a.m. Thursday for her. And it's right. 8, 8 p.m. Wednesday for us. For us. And all of this led me to say, I feel like we're in the lake house. Right. In the movie, The Lake House. That where where like time is different. It's two years behind. You put the letter in the mailbox. Which, okay. quick question. So in The Lake House, it's a magical mailbox. That's that you put a letter in and then it shows up two years before or two years later, depending on who's putting the letter in. Right. And if you do that, here's my question. Now, is that movie outdated or still in the future technology wise? Because the mailbox? Because we, we don't really write letters, but it's still a letter that goes two years forward or backwards. Yeah, also, just no one's going to check the damn mailboxes. There's just junk mail in it. And it's like whatever magical letters in there. It's like it's spam mail from like two years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a coupons. They're never going to notice. I have no idea. That's Listen, that's a high conversation. That's like if someone smokes and started thinking about this and then said it out loud to people who weren't on their same level. Because that's how I feel right now. Are you high right now? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not judging you. You said it. You said it like, oh my God, how dare you? No. You said it like if I was like, hey, are you on heroin? Like, that's how you said, that's how you reply to me. When I go, hey, are you on, are you, are you, are you, are you on pot? You're like, <gasps> you said, are you high? That could be any kind of drug. That could be a million, million things. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm currently chasing the dragon. Yes. We're currently trying to chase the dragon. Yes. Ass to ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all you think of i love how in your brain you went chase the dragon that reminds me of working for a dream all i think of a working for a dream is that that ending of i don't even think of i don't even think of uh, uh chasing a dragon you're the one that said that I, I, the moment the moment heroin entered the conversation i immediately went to ask to ask that's like the only thing. Uh, that's why I don't want to. What do, I love is that you literally said mm -hmm, chasing the dragon. So in your yeah. head, all you were saying was like, I'm going to repeat the words mm -hmm. you're saying. All I'm doing is picturing this one scene. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the reason I don't do heroin is because I don't want to get to a point where I'm asked to ask for somebody. <laughs> or yeah. Chopping Madame Aro off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the her the ass to ass is the embarrassing part. I mean, you know, <laughs> okay. chopping your arm off, you're like, hey, look, this is what happened. You know, drugs are crazy. Ass to ass. You got to explain that shit to people. <laughs> <laughs> and there was people surrounding you and throwing money at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass to ass. You could, have, you could have been just grinding ass to ass, just you know. Ding, ding, ding. No, no, it, no. There's definitely something else. I gotta be honest there. with you. Wait, you Wait, have you seen, seen Requiem? Have you seen Requiem for a Dream? No. The it's called um, Requiem for a Dream. Okay, yeah. I'm, 
I gotta be honest with you. I've seen it one time, and it was very confusing. Uh, I don't know if it was more confusing for me because I don't do drugs, or if it was just even if I did do drugs, would it still be that confusing? And I guess that's the whole point of it. It made it made like the the filmmaker made it very. I feel as if like this is what it feels like to be on heroin. I'm assuming that's what he was going for. I've never done her. I've never done drugs, so I don't know. But uh you never pot, Mary? No, no. I did a I did uh two years ago, I did a a pot um rice crispy treat. Rice crispy treat, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, and I had a awful, awful time. Uh, why? I feel like I know well, this story, I well one, I was with a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and I was like, I'm this is gonna be fun. And I did it. I took half, right? I ate half. It was a ball. I so I ate half a ball, and I didn't feel anything. And then he was like, "That's a full dosage right there. What you just took was a full dosage." And I was like, "Whatever." And then I ate the other half, like no. maybe maybe ten, no. twenty minutes later. No. But the problem was the problem wasn't the high part. The problem I got high and it was fine. Like it was fun. Like if people go, I didn't feel it. Like, I felt it. I, I felt it. The problem was that it lasted one. It lasted too long, which again not. I'm not blaming the drug because again it's on me but the problem on top of that is that i got very paranoid oh no very paranoid. and i was like i don't like this feeling at all whatsoever. oh it's because you you hit the point of like oh my god is this ever gonna end <laughs> a lot i took a two-hour yeah. nap woke up and was still high and i was like oh no <laughs> this is because i'm not a drinker but i have drank and i have you know i've 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 been drunk in my life. I, I'm not a drinker, but I've, I I have had a drink or two. And when I've been drunk and I take a nap, I wake up. I feel different. I'm not saying I feel better, but I don't feel I, I don't feel I've never gone to sleep and woken up still drunk. And I woke up and was still high, and it was still the same level of high. I'm like, oh, this shit did not go away. I did not sleep this off. Okay. So the paranoia really did it for me. I was like, this is too much. Like it was fun for the first four hours. And then after yeah. that, I was like this. And then time was going so fucking slow. Yeah, that and happens with a few drugs. Slow. I was Time was going by so slow. I remember watching a football game. And it was uh, the 49ers versus the Seahawks. And it was a crazy ending. Later on, when I was sober, the de- next day I watched it. And, re- and I was like, oh. But it was a crazy ending where, I like, within two minutes, the, the they kept going back and forth as far as who, who was winning. And I remember thinking to myself, how long is this game? <laughs> and I was like, is this really? Ha-? I remember asking myself, how is this, is this really right? happening? Like, is this really ha-? like, oh, we were losing. Oh, we're winning. Oh, we're-. and then we ended up losing. The Niners ended up losing. But I was like, oh, they lost. Wait, did they really lose? Or am I just high and just imagine they lost? Oh, like, God. I started going into that fucking logic. This but is why we don't take that, the other half. But all of that was fine. I was okay with all of that. That's the fun part. That to me was the fun part. I was like, ah, and I was like, I got the giggles and all that. The fact that is, when the paranoia set in, I was like, this is no longer fun. I am not having fun. I am not having a good time. And I was talking to Missy about this, and she tells me that when she has one of her panic attacks, she takes an uh, an edible and it goes away. And I was like, no, I had the exact opposite, where I don't believe I've ever had a panic attack in my life. The closest I got was when I did a CT scan uh, uh, earlier this year, and they put me in that tunnel, and I was so fat that they tell you to cross your arms, and I was so fat that I really couldn't cross my arms. And then, like, mm-hmm. technician was like, no, you got to cross. And then he, like, forced me, 
And again, right now I'm doing it because it's physically possible to, but at that time I couldn't. So I was like, Ugh. so it was like really physically hurting me to cross my arms, which is again, that's how fat I was. And then when it put me in the tunnel, I felt like I was stuck. And I was there for maybe 30 seconds, all of 30 or 40 seconds. And uh, fucking quickly, my mind was like, oh, oh, I'm not liking this. I almost yelled to fucking stop. And I told myself, calm down, take a breath. I got to talk my, and then, then the same way I would talk to my daughter. I literally said to myself, how would you tell Sophie if she was going through something right now? You would tell yeah. her, breathe, yes. relax. This, this moment will pass. Right. Moment, this too Correct. shall pass, all that. And I was telling myself that and it, it ended up being for like 30 seconds. That's the closest I got to a panic attack. So I don't have panic attacks. But when I did that edible, I, that paranoia, I was like, I don't like it. This, I don't like it. This, I don't, I don't like it. This, <laughs> I don't like this. But that's where you have to smoke. Hey, hey Mike, I Mike was cooking here. with my apron. Yeah. What a gift. So, are you really what, the what sauce boss? Are you? Do you, uh, like, do you cook sauces? He's the pie king. I know that he could cook. I'm, pie. I'm making pie right now, actually, baby. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Dude, my Thanksgiving prep. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the course of the show. Hello, everybody. Hello, Steph. Hello, Matika. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, Neri? Hey. What's uh, up, bro? What are, what are you What's making, up, bro? I'm making a just a classic uh, pumpkin pie and a pecan pie for Yum. literally just me and Chiquita. <laughs> so <laughs> an entire pie. We're gonna have leftovers. Two, is that two or, pies? Did you? Are you having two pies? Having two pies, because I had to. Yeah. I don't know how to make food for a normal amount of people. So right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's kind of. Are you gonna have people over then, or is it just gonna be you two? Just we're starting our own little family Thanksgiving. We're starting our own little thing. I'm making the turkey up by myself. We're doing sweet potatoes. We're just doing a little Thanksgiving thing. Probably gonna go see some of our friends after that. But for us, mm -hmm. because it's she, we work constantly, so for us, it's like also our first weekend, two days off in a row that we've both had at the same time in mm -hmm. months. So I feel that. Yeah, yeah. That's been that's been the big thing. But mm -hmm. also. So much fucking food. There's gonna be so much food. We so are gonna have that. like leftovers for two weeks. Yeah. Yum. Or or we just make ourselves sick as fuck in two days. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Uh, we are having a ham uh, for the first time because usually uh, Vanessa's parents come over and they do this um, turkey, which is actually a very good turkey in a garbage can. Yeah, her it. brother. It's it's like a a scout it's thing. A boy scout, yeah, it's, it's a boy scout thing. And it comes out really good. And I'm not a, I'm not a, I mean, I eat turkey a lot, but I don't, I'm not a fan of it. It's like I eat it because it's healthy. I'm like, okay, okay, I'd rather a pizza, but whatever. Uh, and then I'll brush my the, teeth. The, fine. That, yeah, that turkey is actually pretty good. It's actually pretty uh, tender and juicy. However, they're not coming this year. And they were like, well, let's just get a ham because that's the only thing. Like, my wife is making three sides for herself because the kids eat the mashed potatoes that my mom makes, and then she's going to make um, sweet potato uh, casserole, casserole sweet potato, whatever. And then, and then, uh, and I think she was going to make the cornbread. And that was, but I can't oh, eat, I'm not eating any of that. Right. I'm literally just having the ham. I'm, I'm, I'm on no carbs and no sugar. This is week 27 for me of no carbs and no sugar. So I'm like, I can't. Even the ham, I was like, I don't. That has too much sugar in it. It has sugar yeah, in it. And then, and then and then my wife was like, it's fucking Thanksgiving. And I was like, 
can I just take a piece of ham without the glaze? Like I could just like before the glaze gets put on it, just like cut it up. Did you separate. just do the ham version of? Can you cut the crusts off the? Sandwich? Yeah, can you? Because <laughs> I don't want to. So. Like the sweet potato, you can at least make a little bit of a sweet potato before the marshmallows. No, that's all a carb. Sweet potato is an actual carb. The sweet potato is a carb. Marshmallows. I like the way. I like the way you're so Hispanic. Something. You're so Hispanic that you're like, oh, you could get. Uh, you just get the mashed potatoes. Just don't put the. No, no, no. It's carb that's a, that's an actual like the whole thing is a carb it's just made out of carb well you're not necessarily is, bad for you though uh, um listen we're all okay. uh, you do you journey. you are we're on, on your journey you're journey. looking like a skinny bitch lately it's great. we're it's on great. our do own you. journey uh i'm just saying i am doing no refining zero refining carbs and zero sugar of any kind what how long 20 this is uh week 27 and how many people okay. have you killed uh during this time <laughs> Well, I'm not a liberty to say right now. My lawyer has ex- instructed me to. Uh, ah, we almost him. got him. Yeah, actually, you know, it's not bad. We almost I almost got him. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm actually. That's why it's all blurry in the background. <laughs> it's just the people in the back. Fine. It's fine. Get off of me. I'm starving. Uh, <laughs> it's, it actually is fine. To be honest with you, I'm really 27 weeks. It, it hasn't. I haven't been that guy at all whatsoever, but it's whatever. It is. I was having this conversation. Somebody DM me on Instagram the other day because I posted a picture of a shirt that I legitimately was not being a thirst trap. I go, man, I love this shirt. It's an old school Marvel comic shirt. And everybody's like, man, you look skinny. I'm like, cool. But can we talk about the fucking shirt, though? Like, I was just really wanted to talk about the yeah. shirt. And some guy hit me up and he DM me, man, you lost weight. Tell me how you did it. And I was like, just telling him no. Car. And then we had this nobody wants to know how you did it because everybody hey. knows how you did it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody they wants want, to they know. want like, oh, hey, so I got this secret. Um, up, up, down, down, down. <laughs> left, right, left, right. <laughs> right. No carbs, select start. Uh, and so they want to know, like, everybody wants that. They want the, yeah. they want the, look, look, I got a guy. <laughs> he could he get you these food ma- out of my mouth. <laughs> he, could, he could get you these magical beans <laughs> and then you eat them uh, and you're going to shit your life away. But, but, you're gonna lose like they're going to hear that. They, they, that's what they want to hear. So when I just put no carbs, no sugar, they go, no carbs, no sugar. And I go, and, they, and then that's why I had the whole conversation. But Thanksgiving is a trap. Thanksgiving. He was like, I'll try it, even though it's Thanksgiving week. And I was like, Thanksgiving is a trap. I, I went through this whole thing with him where I was like, it's a mental. We have these societal mental traps where we're like, well, we're supposed to be fucking gluttonous on Thanksgiving, right? And it's like, but, but why? Like, like, isn't the whole point to be thankful and grateful and blah, 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 blah. Like, you don't, why do you need, a th- why do you need, you know, 1,400 calories? In, like, I don't understand why you need 14,000 calories. I'm in thankful for all the love in my life. And also, let me eat my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking for my, for my friends and family <laughs> and this motherfucking pecan pie, son. Like it doesn't. It's not necessary. Hey, we're, we're not. We will not have any pecan pie slander. On yeah. For, oh, pecan pie is my favorite. I, you know, it's funny. My kids are under the assumption that apple pie is my favorite, which it is. But then when somebody said pecan pie, I said, "Whoa." I forgot about pecan pie. That's that Brian Regan bit. Like, they're both favorite, but they're both good. Both, good. but cherry's more favorite. Is that what he says? Damn it. God damn it. That's such a he's good got, he, He's got it. He's got the pie. The which bit. one? Pumpkin pie. Yeah. It's hard Key to. Lime. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not turning away any pie. I don't turn away yeah, no, any no pie. Like, it's, not, it's fine. It's, wait, wait, all right. So my, we're going to do Mount Geek more of pies. Here we go. Uh, no, 
but the uh, but pumpkin is also hard to explain like on a random tuesday getting a slice of pumpkin pie because everyone associates it with the holidays so much right like you can't just like go you can't like, find it half the time yeah so you have to like go make your own pumpkin pie like for memorial day and people are like what's up with you know steph's making a fucking pumpkin pie on a non yeah. happy fourth of july like, it's, i it's brought too pumpkin warm for pie. this pie I- uh, that that's the autumn gourd. I'm sorry, we're not gonna have a you know. <laughs> you were let me ask you a question. Sir? Let me, let me ask you a question. Two questions. Uh, one to Stephanie. Now that you're Australian, yeah. do you still celebrate Thanksgiving? No. No. Me sad. He's yeah. Thanksgiving is an American holiday. She's Australian, living in Australia. So I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's probably the correct answer. <laughs> have you given up i did i did try one year i so i did try one year to um to do it however because it was just me and dave and i don't know how to cook for two people there was just so much food there was so much food and it was just us cooking so we ended up eating dinner at like 10 30 at night oh <laughs> by the time the turkey was done and i was like ah this feels right that's the Kahachina uh, principle where everyone shows yeah. up and it's like, oh, it's a still three more hours until some old Cuban man figures out how much time is left, you know? <laughs> yeah. So with I- that, we made a lot from scratch, though. Like, I was really proud of us. We, I did, like, southern-style biscuits and, like, the turkey. I did. I had to stuff it myself because he could not stomach. So they're like Sydney? Like Sydney-style biscuits? Like what? What like so? Like what's your southern outback <laughs> style biscuits? <laughs> outback. It's, there's kangaroo meat stuff inside. Oh my goodness, uh, yeah, so Mike. <laughs> Mike, here's a question. Here's my no, my second question is for Mike. Mike, since you hate everything societal, uh, <laughs> okay. Finish your question since before you want to I run out into you nature. See, you, you triggered me emotionally, and now you're gonna disarm me with some questions. So my question is: Like in true Thanksgiving, are fashion. you a fan of Thanksgiving? I will pre. I, I will pre. I, I'll preface this with. I'll preface the your your answer with: I hate Thanksgiving for multiple reasons, but one of which, one of the main reasons being the legitimately i don't feel like we should be celebrating the fucking slavery of fucking of, of native americans but right that, that's only one of the aspects there's other reasons i hate thanksgiving parades fucking suck fuck you parades uh and there's other reasons why i fucking hate thanksgiving uh, so, <laughs> look i'm just glad this, this is finally... how you can tell nary isn't eating sugars or carbs he's so I'm angry last year i was at my heaviest uh and uh uh, and you know, not trying to brag, but uh, yeah. I was super, super fat. I couldn't cross my arms in a CT scan. So, um, <laughs> oh, I but I, I still hated Thanksgiving. Then it was my point. Like I, I, I don't like Thanksgiving. But, I will answer your question by saying I like my family, so I don't understand what. But I see no, my family. I, <laughs> I see my family every day, and that's a, that's the other reason. People are like, "What is a day to celebrate with your family?" I'm like, "There's three generations of." family in my house every right day of now the year. yeah right the, now like it doesn't a, it could be a tuesday yeah. in in june and we're like oh look the whole family's eating together like that's nothing right. new for me it doesn't do well, anything i'll preface my answer by saying this as latinos we are constantly augmenting and assimilating traditions that aren't ours sure. because we're always you know like fucking it took me forever to realize that los reyes mago on january is the 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 like predominant latin american day of giving gifts and stuff like that because we took christmas and not only did we not do christmas right we didn't we do noche buena which 
is on the 24th, which yeah. is the, not the yeah, American way to do it. We just we remixed it. We, we, re- but we that's remixed the thing. It. Okay, we remixed so, the fuck out of heart. Which is where Latinos are. We're a giant we're, remix. So, so like. as a yeah, we are 100 percent a giant remix of mm-hmm. indigenous enslavement and European white colonialism and the Spanish language. That's what we're. Ooh, a mix. My ancestors hate each other. What? Yeah, uh, that's why we're so they fiery. They would be so ashamed of me. What? <laughs> <laughs> But I will say, I love tradition. I love good things that come from tradition. Like, you can pick and choose. Not being burdened by religion, I can pick and choose whatever fun tradition I fucking feel like doing as long as it's good and fun and all that stuff. So I don't have to, like, let's not be mistaken in the history of the settlement of the you know the colonialization of the united states the of this landmass is just littered with genocide and mm-hmm. the traditions that come from it in modern times can't reflect that like the same way modern life can't be represented in the bible because they didn't know what fucking germs were you know what i mean like that that so like the idea of the time the times are a changing is relevant thanksgiving is whatever any holiday every day is whatever you feel like doing and in on thanksgiving is like culturally associated with this family togetherness there's a lot of pressures that white people put on each other because they live disparate desperately they're they're spread out that's the white culture is to leave or it was until they fucked up the economy and then all of their kids stayed home after college um and now they're understanding latinos a little bit more because they're like exactly so it's literally always flowing and changing and i'll steal whatever fucking fun tradition i want if it's food based true like i i love any food based holiday i celebrate the fourth of july and this country sucks you know what i mean Like Steph, yeah, do you still do you still celebrate the Fourth of July? No. What's the Independence Day equivalent in or the Fourth of July equivalent? They so don't have there's one. Australia they're still, Day. They're still, they're still under fucking European rule. <laughs> so okay. The God save the so, Queen. God because, save the okay, Queen. Because, yes, because we are a Commonwealth. Um, so there's Australia Day, and unfortunately, so, so Australia Day is kind of like so you know in the states like Thanksgiving. There's always that big discussion around it because of the historical things that we're celebrating uh australia days that here where there's some people who are pushing to have the date changed or have it maybe named something else because of the fact that like you know australia was colonized and oh, you the mean indigenous people, people are still upset people over because there, you know too? rightly mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 the british the british were also like i like that one too yeah um and then just never left so yeah, yeah. so there's uh yeah so there's it's not as extra as- not, it's also the united states has like that like they that circle jerk of patriotism and uh yeah. of like worshiping the military so like on the fourth of july they got like the giant propaganda fighter machine, jets yeah. flying over everything there it's like it's like a giant uh, like the word is jingoism and it's like a proper it's like this kind of like yeah america we're the fucking best and then it's like prove it um, <laughs> look uh, at these fighter jets flying over the stadium. Exactly, in America. I know, how much did that cost? Why is there a fuel <laughs> s- shortage? Uh, look at these fireworks look, exploding in the sky. Let's be honest. Like, fireworks are the epitome of like. Look at that shiny thing there. <laughs> look over there. I mean, it also, it's, the, yeah. it's the version. It's it's the it's today's version of the Coliseum when they're like, oh look, Coliseums. Hey, there's famine. Oh, but if I go to Coliseum, I'll get I'll get bread. 
and, and I'll get to watch people die. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. And then that. Martika, I've noticed a different background than you normally have. Where 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 are you? Where are you at, bro? Where are you at? I, I see a tiny Miami, ass yo. fridge. I, I see that tiny ass fridge. Where are you at? I'm in Miami staying at an Airbnb. Like I'm Go. like I'm 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 like staying between my mom and an Airbnb because I can't like Stay with her for too long because she drives me nuts. So like, I was about to ask, don't you have a mom here? Don't you have parents here? Why would yeah, you just stay with like, him? No man, it's kind of like it sounds like an insult. Like, don't you have a mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, again, no. being Latino, she Martika for the listener lives in Orlando. If she's in no, Miami, Tampa Tampa Tampa, 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 Tampa. I'm sorry, I, it's another boring city that's not Miami. I apologize. Tampa I get them Bay confused. area. I get them confused. Tampa Bay and Orlando. We have great people in sports, by the way. Just. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's comparable to Disney, sure. Uh, and then, uh, and so then I know that she's staying down here, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just stay with your parents? As a Latino, that's my default. Oh, I'm going somewhere where my parents are. I guess I'll stay with them. Like, it's not even a question for me. Like, it should be. It very, it very much should be a question. Okay, so well, my dad. Okay, so my dad passed away. It's gonna be three years now in January. Mm-hmm. So I can't. There's no and and if I would have been down here, um, you know. And if you would have, we're good today. We're doing great. Okay. If he would have been alive, I wouldn't be able to stay with him anyways because he was staying in a nursing home. So that's out of the question. My mom and I have a very rocky relationship. I love her from afar. And so when I'm down here before, it was when I would stay with my ex boyfriend Mm. um, or I would stay with my friends but now since they're like everywhere for thanksgiving it's like okay i can't see my friends so i'm like okay i need two days away from my mom so like are I you need- are you down here for thanksgiving it's like very much doses yeah. Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. So are you so, guys do you not get along with your mom because you guys are exactly alike no. Ooh. no listen i have that i have that with, with some family okay, members so i don't okay. I, I can't get along with them because we're exactly alike i'm like we're too much like each other stay the fuck away no oh, you're so no, fucking no. pedantic bro <laughs> no the and that's my brother saying that. <laughs> she's, listen, she's not a bad person, but... <laughs> that, that's the disclaimer? That's the disclaimer? She's not a bad person, but... However... Oh, my God, Jesus. I thought you were going to say, like, look, I love of, her, but... I, I, I love her, but... But you went well, with... She's not a bad mm-hmm. person. Guys, she's Goodbye. not... She's not that racist. When you say when you start shit like that, it's like, oh wow, wow that's a no. I totally get what my thing is. So maybe Steph, because you've been gone, like you're like so far away. But if mm-hmm. you still live away from home in the United States, you can come back periodically. And there's like you've, you're right. used to living on your own. Like you're used to having a quote unquote independent adult life. And the second you get back, because it happens to me, my mom is dope. I love my mom and my stepdad. They're all every every my family's great. I love my family. But after about day four to day four or five, depending on how much time we've actually spent together, I'm like, I love you, but I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, like it, it's <laughs> it's it's there's something about it where you're in your house and then all of a sudden the behavior patterns switch to the reason why you left. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm 12 again. Right. I, I think I passed. I think Mike There's is just some- frustrated at having to jerk off in front of his posters that he had from the 90s. No, but like, no. no my, it's not my room anymore. My mom turned it into like a kid's playroom for my, so I have to jerk off in my stepdad's office. <laughs> That's terrible. No, but like, okay, so for a perfect example, like last night, like my mom started, <laughs> my mom started bitching about 
Okay. So in her about mom head, things. About mom things. Just mom yeah, things, man. Okay, so, so to tell you a story. So I'm down here, right? And she automatically assumes because I am down here, I am at her beck and call. Ah. 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 All her bidding. And it's kind of like... No, oh, I'm Martica, down. you're here for Thanksgiving. Thank God. Listen, I have this email. Can I can't get into my Facebook. Can I, can you get me into my Facebook? I don't know how to get into my like. Oh, Jesus! I had to send. Okay, I had to send her. I had to show her how to send documents through the iPhone. Because you know how you can oh. scan with notes. Turn the it dreaded PDF. Oh, it's the dreaded PDF. All right, yes, so, so rotate to, that PDF, motherfucker. Yeah, I had to do all of that for her, and then on top of that, but she wanted me to take her, drive her to West Palm to go see her gay BFF, and I'm just kind of like, listen, I already drove down here three and a half hours. How are you expecting me to go half the way to two, two and a half hours, and then come drive you back? No, I've, I know if it takes you I two and a half you. hours to get look, listen, I get it. West Palm Beach is a long drive, but if it takes you two and a half hours to get to West Palm Beach, you're on a bicycle or a skateboard because it you should not I mean, take you that long. I know what you mean. Hour. It's a long drive. You just threw me off with the two hour, two and a half hours. I was like, that's a that's no, but that's the yeah. point is, I, I just drove three and a half hours down on Friday. How in your right yeah. mind? Are you going to make me drive down again to somewhere right. else? Like, Have you yeah, seen yeah. gas prices lately? <laughs> that part, that part. And she won't pay for it. So guess what? Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things where, you know, I can't, but I love you. And then she's like, <laughs> you don't make time for me. I'm like, why am I making time for you? You're bitching at me about the most stupidest things and expecting me to do something about it. Why did what happened? Sorry, Martika. I'm laughing because you're trying to tell us about life and then like Neri's having a horror movie moment, Nary, like Nary, in the Nary's corner screen. Shutting off. Nary, like there it's, it's like if his his camera's gonna go out and then when it comes back, there's gonna be like a head here. Ah! <laughs> There it is. Yeah, flicker, flicker, and clap, clap on, clap cue on. The, cue the scary droning music and those <laughs> yeah. Funko pops. I are literally come just life. had that installed today. I literally just had that installed today. Who installed it? So you can a get professional. Your I pay. I, pay, pay, I, I don't mind money. this lighting though. I don't mind this lighting. I don't mind the lighting either. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Oh, huh? Oh. I'm sorry, my, you know, this is how fucking uh, ADD we are, that Matika was telling a story, heartfelt about emotions, real life. about real life, and we're like, <laughs> lights, flickering, <laughs> danger, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> like, everybody's ADD, ADHD kicked yeah, in yeah. real quick. At the same time, just at the same time. Yeah, so- it's... Guys, I can't tell you how good okay, it smells in my fucking apartment right now. I just and... want to tell one of our it listeners. Like so Melly, I can't see your comments. Here, like I'm saying to Melly, one of our listeners, I oh. can see your comments. I just I'm not in control of the comments. Right, so let's go to so let's go to some comments. Uh Melly yeah, She's has, been chatting with us. I as know, we go. I know, I know, but, but uh, uh Mike doesn't like it when we go to the comments too much. Uh mm-hmm. so or Melly whatever. Says, Hey peeps, and then uh she says, I've had panic attacks. But it's the they points. are Melly. She's we been going. Talking. She's been going as we as we talk. As we've been so. talking about. Hold on, I just want to record the fact that now the lights are off again because I want to show this video to the guy who I just paid money to install them. <laughs> oh, let's be passive aggressive as we. Hey, guy yeah. who installed it. Look what's happening. No, yeah, what you've done. Nary's lying. I like. I don't mind the comments. But you know why? I don't like it when he does it when I'm talking because it means he's not listening to me. And it's- he's uh. uh oh! 
it's only because men can't fucking multitask, and that's why his no, mind can't his mind his mind can't believe that my that I could be paying attention to him and reading somebody. We literally just had a conversation about how how we all have ADD. Like, of course, <laughs> yeah, he can't buy. Nor okay, does so, any other Hispanic. I don't know what that's a reference to anymore. I just want Melly's transcript. I know what she's doing, Stephanie. I'm making a joke of it. Jesus, go along with it. It's not ah. fun if you explain it away. Uh, I pretty much I'm cook defending my friend. I, I'm, not, I'm not attacking her. I pretty much cook for four to six people and hope for the best. Fingers crossed. Uh, she said she could, do, she could do a turkey breast instead. Uh, oh, I could do a turkey breast instead if I don't want ham. I'm literally about. I'm probably gonna have chicken breast. Is what I'm gonna have. Um, uh, fry the Why? turkey breast. That have you had that? No. Fried My, turkey breast is all, it's on another level. All right. So yeah. I've talked about this before. Uh, I even at my heaviest, I fight the fat stereotype foods. I've gone with Mike to like the fair. Oh, the fair. Remember? Oh my god. Remember? Yeah. And Mike had every everything there like he was like just going at it he was like what it was i remember thinking to myself i wish i could have what he's having Uh, because but my self-conscious does not i never want to be that fat quote unquote that fat guy that i never i fried oreos the only time i ever had fried oreos is because a comedic legend got on stage during my set with a fucking tray of of or of fried Oreos and offered me during like stop the show and I was like okay I guess I'm having fried Oreos um but I don't want I don't I've never had the burger with the Krispy Kreme but I've never had that uh I've never done any of that so I I like to stay away I like to stay away from things that if somebody saw me eating them would be like that's why he's the way he is I try to stay away that's about that's the thing that sucks about like I, I also don't take I also don't get in cars if it's a five seater. There's five people at the most in that fucking car. I refuse to be that Latino that gets somewhere and then twelve people come out of a fucking five seater and you're like, oh, look, just like Hispanics are. Like I don't, I don't want to be that guy. So I fight the stereotype as much that, as humanly possible. That is a lot of thinking. That's it's a not, lot of internalized not thinking, stuff. It's not a lot of internalized shit. It's not. It's not. It's not a lot of thinking because it doesn't happen often. It's not like I'm constantly fighting. It's not like I'm constantly having that conversation with people. I'm just like, no, I'm gonna take my car. No thanks. I mean, I get it. Like, I understand. I understand that you don't want to do. My friends and I we used to have. We have to like, like, have fat conversations, where like that, like we would say shit. Like that's like we would be having a meal and then planning the next meal, and which we is one, like, which is one of my bits when I talk oh, about really? people. Yeah, when I talk about people, how they go. Oh, oh, I forgot. I, when I tell people that I don't smoke weed because they go, oh, it gives you the munchies. I'm like, does it look like I need help with the munchies? And I right, say, right, like, right. I'm not one of those forget to eat people. Like, have you ever met those yes. people? Like, oh, I forgot to. I'm literally thinking about eating as I'm eating. How the fuck do you forget to eat? Right. Like, it doesn't it doesn't register with me. Like, we have yeah. thoughts in the sense of like, we will we will text. I, I remember I would text my friend Nate, like when IHOP would be doing something special. And we would be, we would be like, we'd be like, yes, fat thoughts, fat boy, and we would just like relish in it, and and it's true, like I get it, but also like, if you're a lot, like, look, as someone who has been a lot of sizes, um, mm. the the regardless of whatever size you are, certain things are gonna be like viewed a certain way but if you're big like at my heaviest i could have been eating a salad and people are like oh look at there's a thin oh no he's not thin 
You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't yeah. mistake me for no, but it's but it was but even that would get thoughts like, oh, you're having a salad, <laughs> yeah, okay. And then what else are you gonna have? Like it's one of those things type of shit. I don't get into all of that. I just for me, I don't like being. That's why I don't like chicken wings because I don't like getting my. I don't like eating with my hands. I don't like eating hand and getting my getting dirty because I don't want to be that fucking sloppy fat guy. I only get sauce. I eat pizza with a fork and knife. Uh, when I do eat wings, I'll stand them up and then cut the fucking. I'll, I'll stand up and then with a fork, I'll cut the, the 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 chicken and then eat that eat it that way. I, I refuse to get my hands dirty. I'll tell you this. Point, you know at what some I, point, it's like accepting some of the stuff just gets things off of your off of your shoulders because, like, look, as someone, I've also yo-yoed a lot in my life, right? I've had I've been extremely skinny and then I've been, you know, I had a baby. I've been big, <laughs> like I've been both things, I and I could be eating the same. I could be eating the same meal. Like at these different points in my life, and like all of a sudden, when I'm heavy, I feel weirdly insecure about people seeing me eating certain things. And then I could be eating the same meal when I'm skinny, and like people will view it as like, how quirky. Look at that skinny girl eating that ginormous fucking pizza. Like it's seen as more acceptable. Mm. Like when you're a skinny person who has a big appetite, and then you want to know when i feel that the most when i feel like eyes on me the most over winter being in a cold environment i get to wear layers a bunch of layers and then suddenly it gets hot and i'm wearing only a t-shirt and i'm just very aware of the every little jiggle and i'm like i wonder if anyone can see how much i'm vibrating right now like on the subway you know what i mean like i like i'm just there's like only one thin piece of cotton between me and all of the things that jiggle uh, you know what I mean? It's like that's what I'm suddenly aware of how visible it all is. But then also on the same subway train, there's a guy who's like whistling songs and preaching about Jesus, and you know, like nobody's looking at me. You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't. I just I didn't. I just don't like being that guy. I don't like being. I don't want to be that guy. I don't. And then here's the thing: when people go, "Oh, you just gotta accept it," right? People have said that to me a million times, and I go, "No," because that's how you stay the same. When you accept the situation or you accept who you are, you accept what you are, then what you're saying is you're literally saying, I'm accepting this and this is, and you're content or whatever the fuck the word you want to use is, mm-hmm. but I don't want to, and I don't ever want, like I didn't, I've had this thought in my head for a few years now, right? Cause it, for the last, for 2019, I was doing really well with weight, losing weight and then 2020 happened and it happened to everybody. Uh, and then I, I got, no, it he- only happened to you. And then I got, and then I got the heaviest I've ever became was in 2020 not bragging but it was a lot uh but i always have that thought in my head where i said there pre-2019 there were multiple times in my life where i said you just got to realize you're the fat guy and just be okay with that you just can't get crazy overweight you can't be that guy that's a shut-in but you're just a fat guy just deal with it be happy with who you are be happy and i was telling myself that and i remember like having that conversation with myself in my head and then saying no Mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like that's you're fucking giving up. Like I was having that full-fledged conversation where there would be moments where I was like, just be happy with who you are. Like, don't go crazy with it. You can be a shut-in kind of fat guy, but you're always gonna be fat. You're never gonna be thin. And blah blah. And I just all this, and then I just was like, no, but I ha- I've had that throughout the years, because I'm 40 now. Throughout the years, I've had that conversation with myself a million times where I've tried to like make myself feel better for being fat. It's all right, dude. It's fine. You're happy. Look, you got a girlfriend. Look, you're married. Look, you have kids. You're fine. It's fine. You, who are you going to impress? Like I've had that conversation with myself and, and quite frankly, that's a very unhealthy conversation to have of, I'm sorry, 
unhealthy logic to have. It's like, right. oh, I'll just be who you are and be fat. It's like, no, because it's not well, just because I'm not trying to lose weight for vanity. It's not like right. a vain thing. It's not like, oh, I want to go out and get some pussy, bro. I want to get some fucking abs and I want to look good. It's like, I want to live. Yeah, I want to live, and it's like, I, and and if you accept, if I if I let me put me not say you, if I were to accept the I'm okay with being fat. What I'm saying is I'm okay with being here less for my kids. Oh, that's powerful. And I so will. I, I, like I'm done. No. I will say, uh, you're all wrong. No, I'm not gonna. That, <laughs> all of that's wrong. No, but capitalism wow. is wrong, and you guys are all fake. You no. Uh, self improvement is so, uh, self. No, uh, you're right. But I will say, there's a line of logic that I had to accept that is different than what you said. It's you're not happy with where you are. You're not settling. You're not hating who you are. Right. There's a difference between I'm not happy with what I am or what I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never, I've, I've never been happy. Like I'm always pushing towards some goal, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean I hate myself for where right. I am now, regardless of that. that hate is the big one. The, the where you're like I'm less where you start thinking you're less of a person and all that shit. No, the problem is I start thinking I'm more of a person, too much of a person. <laughs> right. Like I need to bring down the level of amount of people that I am. I need to like I need yeah. when the airline goes, hey, maybe you should buy two seats. It's like okay, I'm more than I'm. Uh, <laughs> oh my bro, okay, I got so I just got back from uh, uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Kwan, uh, my 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 best friend, number one. Yeah, number one. No, he's Mary getting married. Is not number one. Yeah, no, Mary this is, is not number one. These are wow. deep wounds, deep deep blood. What's up, bro? Lore dropping yes. right now. Um, but he's getting married, and we had not a bachelor party, but like the bridal party going on vacation together. Engagement okay. party. What I don't know what you call it, but it's like a bachelor vacation, bachelorette vacation. We're together. It's kind and, of an engagement party. Yeah, is it? Yes, yeah, but it's just a it's just a joint bachelor bachelorette party, right? I guess. Yeah. The point yeah. being is, we went to this all inclusive in DR, and we went to Ooh. Punta Cana. It was very, it was very nice. Um, and I can't remember why the fuck I brought. Well, you brought this up because you were going yes, to okay. talk about the airline seats, right? Yeah. So I medication. <laughs> I had to. No, my thing is, like, it's it's hard when it's your skeleton that is too big you know what i mean like like literally my <laughs> yes, shoulders yes. that's the, what it is the skeleton my shoulders are twice as wide as a uh airbus whatever a320 seat that they use for american airlines my shoulder like literally the seat it fits like on my shoulder blades and then there's some guy sits next to me and i just have to be like Hey, hey, yeah, I get, yeah, I get it. You know, like it's it's literally like it's not even my my. I've, look, I've gained weight, but it's genuinely like I'm sitting down and it's this part, and I'm like, hey, I don't want to be that guy, but these are smaller than they used to be. You know, like the like wow, these are <laughs> did somebody shrink these seats. Uh, did did you guys just wash the inside of the plane? Is that what just yeah. happened? You just washed it. Is that, you guys is leave it, it in the dryer right? too long. You left it in yeah. the dryer. Did you too long? Look at the instructions. Like and now I gotta put my hands in the sleeves and stretch it out to get it to fit right. Uh, oh my god, it's true. That's what it felt like. Mike was telling me when he came back. He was telling me about the, the bachelor party, and I was like, "Did you take your girlfriend to the bachelor party?" And he was like, "No, because it was too late because we got together." Like he went through this whole long spiel. Little did he know, I was just I was. Asking the question in a joking, mocking way, like, no, you don't take your fucking, you don't take a girl to a bachelor party. And he was, because it, it was an inside, it was kind of an inside joke to um, another group of friends of mine where one guy took his new girlfriend to a bachelor party in Vegas. 
Uh, Why yeah. Thank you, Martika. Thank okay, you, Martika. So that, that's yeah. the face. That's the face. And he was the only guy. He very was the specific. only one. That yeah, took, that's took very specific. And then they broke up Bro. like two weeks after, after they got the back. <laughs> and then... So he was like, "Well, you can't take you what you can't take your girlfriend." Like he on the trip, I wasn't there. This this was a bachelor party that I was not present. But everybody was telling the story, and he in the thread got mad. He's like, "What? You're not supposed to take your bachelor party. You're not supposed to take your girl to a bachelor party. What the fuck? Who who well, made up that yeah. rule? Who made up that rule?" And we were all kind of like, it was via a, an internet thread. It was via a text thread, and you could still feel everybody when they read that go. What? No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, that's the rule. Well, the that's that's that why your friend I said that tremendo come binga because first oh, yeah, and yeah, foremost, yeah. I hope I hope she paid her way. Because if he on top of everything paid for that fucking trip, no tremendo sabingo. There's no but way that he paid that she paid for that. There's yeah. no way. No, this so is then, definitely like a brand new relationship that he didn't want to like. <laughs> I guarantee you the girl's like, I'm not going to let you go to this thing. We, you know, like didn't trust him or whatever. I guarantee you there's some, there was some aspect of like babysitting going on. I think it was either. I, I don't know. I don't know. How, Cause I didn't ask specifics. Cause again, I wasn't there at the trip. Yeah. Cause if I would have been there personally, I would have asked all these questions in person, but I, I believe I am. And this is, I believe that it was more of a, I'm, um, I got, to get she was a good looking chick i got this chick now and we just started dating oh. and i'm going to bachelor and i'm gonna fuck and so i'm gonna just fuck and even if i have to pay i, I want to have sex as long as and i'm just in my mind i'm like you know how much pussy you could have gotten with all that money you spent on that flight that's like you could this is vegas baby like you got you well, you all this other well, crazy shit and I, the hookers are and the hookers are clean because they gotta be and you can get same amount of money <laughs> Martika literally like took what I was insinuating. <laughs> I was I was literally insinuating, and then Martika took that and was like, "Okay, so hookers, right? They gotta be like it's her. I let like, those are, they're clean because they, they're testing like weekly over there in Vegas. They're clean. It's 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 legal." So you can fuck five bitches at the same time. Like you can it's have actually technically not legal in Vegas, but I, I get was what you're just saying. gonna say because I have a friend of mine that works in Vegas, it's right outside, of, you ha- it's you right outside of Vegas, the city yeah. limits. So yeah, like but it's, they turn they of... turn the most blind eye of blind eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, it's not legal, 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 but it's like. It's fine. It's yeah, nobody. I will say so. Like I, nobody's getting yeah. arrested in Vegas for prostitution. Not really. Yeah. No, nobody. Absolutely. They made jokes about it on Reno nine one one. Like uh, the that shows the fucking best, by the way. But yeah. they the guy he like there are those dudes out there that when they finally get a girl, they treat them like they're like infants with no object permanence. That it's like if I leave this girl alone. For ten minutes, she's gonna suddenly like go find new dick or whatever. You know, like oh, like just a chick with the window. And uh, I know you haven't seen that. Um, How I Met Your Mother. There's one chick that's like the. It's like the Mary from somebody from uh, everybody about Mary. Something about Mary. And then it's like whenever she becomes available, it turns out that like she owes. She only has the smallest of windows. Right. Single before she gets into another long term relationship, and it's that and like. Oh, I, in the episode of How I Met Your Mother, he literally asked the next door neighbor the, in the apartment building. He's like, "When well, next time she goes through a breakup, you call this number and you tell me the window's open and I'll know what that means. And it was like five years later and it's like the window's open and he fucking ran into this <laughs> It's a great episode. But, but it's true. But yeah, yeah. Those the guys that they're that. like, oh, the, girl, like that. the girls and I. Are, no, no, but yeah. it's more about the from the guy's perspective of like the, when the guy like 
can't like wants to do stuff on his own but won't let her do stuff on their mm-hmm. own like super red flag this is crazy toxic but but it's basically the idea of like i don't think i'm any worth anything so if she sees any one other man like he thinks that every other guy on earth is better yes there it is the big one speaking of uh i gotta go get my pies out of the oven uh hey, that you in your own bedroom is your business huh yeah no i gotta go put uh no i can't put a bun in the oven that's not no that's, never mind that's oh, not shit. what you want to do that's not what you want to do i just scheduled my snip snap i just what? scheduled it i scheduled my snip snip snap i literally put i literally put that in Bro, as the, the reason for, as the reason it's in, in the form in the form it says in the form, it says reason for visit. And I literally wrote snip snap. Yeah. <laughs> and the doctor Bro, walked in fucking laughing. So, no, yes. not circumcised. Yes, yes, that's it. That's not snip snap. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the guillotine. Yeah. No, he's getting a vasectomy. I was going to say, man, like oh, before I go, like, get oh, ready. The, that first <laughs> stress free nut is going to change your life. The first one, first, the first, the first yes. blanks you shoot is gonna be great. I gotta be honest with you. I, I my wife, I had an IUD for years. I, I've done many. I've it's done still many. F- like literally. What I, you? I never had no fear. I'm not saying you will, but there's gonna be a, some. I'm telling you, you don't so know. This is, so this is the, the doctor comes in and he's laughing and he was talking about it and then he goes to me. He tells me how long and I already had, all my friends have already had it, so I know how, I'm like yeah, like two weeks and he goes well. It could be from two weeks to three months before your sperm is still active, whatever. Blah blah blah. Right, right. He goes, it depends on how many times you ejaculate. It's actually three it's- to six. You got to clear the pipes. He goes, you got to clear. He goes, he goes. Uh, it depends on how many you know. Um, you need to ejaculate a certain amount of times. And I was like, I got it. I'm a comedian that's on the road on the ship a lot. It's fine. It's gonna take me. It's gonna take me two weeks. And then he goes, and then he started laughing. He says, we like to say twenty ejaculates. I go, oh, make that one week. It will be one week. When, we'll I was, be done. Yeah, when I was uh, doing a bit, a bit I, I was writing jokes about it. I remember I was at an open mic and the joke I came out was like, it's like, wait, you're measuring this by the load? That doesn't feel medically enough. They're measuring like how many, like, it's like, hey, you just got to crank out a few loads and we'll be done with this. It's like, is that a medical term? You know, like, did you go yeah. to medical school? Is that in a book somewhere? All right. All right. What, 20. Like, this, I love you all. Get this many go. socks and you'll be good. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye. 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 Right. So, uh, oh, um, back to Melly. She said that I could scrape the the marshmallows off. Okay, uh, so in this context, considering how late you brought that comment up, it sounds like she's talking about the circumstance. Like, yes, the that's what snap. I'm trying to make it seem. I'm trying to make it seem as if that's exactly what she's talking about. Melly is clearly saying that I can scrape the marshmallows off of the circumcision. Uh, <laughs> uh, she said, "Wow, that's good for you. Amazing." I'm assuming she's talking about my vasectomy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Melly lost 140 pounds with weight loss surgery, and she's kept it off for five years. Amazing, Melly! You look fantastic. Uh, at least from your default picture. Um, is that your kid or mine? I hear a kid. My crying kid's not here. Top. Oh, so I have funny. a kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, what did I? What's in the Airbnb? <laughs> it's been great, but also difficult. Surgery is just a tool. I f- totally feel you, uh, Melly. I have a thousand, and I have a lot of friends who've had the weight loss surgery. Some friends have done it correctly. By done it correctly, I mean 
uh, followed up with it and followed the diet plan afterwards. Uh, it's a whole thing. I get you. I feel you, girl. Uh, Melly says, it's very true. I had my surgery two days before Thanksgiving. Everyone is like, oh, my God, but Thanksgiving. And I was like, I have had 31 Thanksgivings. We can skip one, please, and thank you. Right on, girl. Um, I don't know what this was about, but she said combine them. Uh, combine them. I think she was talking I about know, man. God, you, you are no fun. I said Did combine. I... Combine them. That's First funny. Of all, Mary, do you have any idea how many times you mispronounce things? I don't know sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about. I go to Disney all the time and I never mispronounce anything at Disney. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> apple pecan pie. Holy shit. She just wrote apple pecan pie. I'm fucking in. I don't know what that means, but I'm fucking in. Uh... And then she says, uh, Melly's Colombian. Uh, me, American. me, she's talking about me. Um, that's it. And there's a lot of uh, we they eat kangaroo. Uh, that is doing Christmas right. Ego, uh, a million dollars. Man, there's a lot. Of, she's Melly's on it. God bless she's you. Melly. Yeah, she's been going along like the I entire know. time. Funny. I am saying Nary, that one I totally of these days, that will, feeling, but it's one of these days we'll have to loop her in. She could loop in now. I'll send her. I'll send her a thing. She could be on. Melly, you want to be on? You let me know. I'll read it in fifteen minutes. Um, Tony says there's always weight gain in the winter. Yolanda, Yolanda's in. Uh, I don't give a crap what people think about me. I'm happy for me, uh, not them. That is correct. That is the way it should be. If you're happy, you're happy. Uh, <laughs> she told Mike to fly first class. Yolanda said, I mean, Mike I love that solution. Class. I wish I had the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Mike was also like, oh, my shoulders. I'm like, but there's fat on top of those shoulders. It's not. Yeah, that's why he said I'm big bone. I'm like, really? That's a huge bone in your ass. Um, that's a that's a that's a, a South Park joke. When he's okay. a big bone, <laughs> really, is there a bone in your ass? Um, anyways, um, we were talking about something before Mike got here, and I completely forgot. Oh, oh first of all, uh, Martika, you being a radio personality in music, I know this isn't exactly your genre of music, but. Can you give us the uh, what's up going on into the lawsuit of uh, Drake and no sé qué, what's his name for that festival? Oh, what's going on with Travis? What? what? About Travis. It. Travis, Scott, Travis Scott and Drake getting into um, getting sued for Astroworld. Is that is that correct? Did I read that right? Twenty billion was that billion? Yeah. Wait, what? Everyone's, everyone's jumping in on this. On the class action lawsuit that they're jumping in I on? Don't think Drake, I don't think Drake needs to be sued because it's not like he was on, you know, on the stage inciting violence. So I don't know why no. they're trying to mix Drake into this. Um, I just think, I think his performance did, even is, nearby. Like, was, tra was Travis, I think he was one of the organizers. Was Travis, yeah. was but, Travis uh, inciting violence? Is that what he was doing? That, he so, was, he so, was amping people up. Yeah, he was amping people up, so... Here's here's the thing, and I have to be completely honest with everybody. I think a lot of people are using this. I think that they should pay the victims, and that's it. But a lot of people are trying to benefit off of mm. what happened. Because Travis Scott is what? Is the baby daddy of Kylie Jenner's... Is the baby daddy of Kylie Jenner's kids. Right. And I, and I think that's what people are doing. And they're like, oh, this bitch is worth billions. Oh, so is he's like he's worth millions. All right, 
money scam. That's right. how I feel about certain people, even the security guards that are trying to that are trying to go after him. Like everybody is trying to get a piece of the pie. And I just like think individual that, security guards or like the company that was brought on. I don't know who. I, I don't. I don't know the the exact details. I'd have to look into it because mm-hmm. I'm not. I just I I read headlines on social media, and I just think again, it's stupid. I think like you know what we need to talk about the families that were affected, and we need to cater to the people that did get injured instead of trying to compensate everybody involved. Because are you also right. going to pay? Are you also going to pay the thousands of people that were there too? Are you going to reimburse them for their tickets? Like what, what's the end goal? You know, I feel like, again, this is a money grab for people instead of looking at this as a very big tragedy in a, you know, in a concert where I'm sorry, any concert you go to should be a fun event. It shouldn't be an event where, you know, you go to die, where you go to get into a fight or where you go to just basically play your life. Right. So that's what my, that's my two cents on it. What about you, Steph? I don't know if you know what's going on completely, but I've only heard bits and pieces, bro, of everything that's been happening. Like I, you know, everything's far removed, right? But like one second, my my poor cleaner's trying to get out into the the balcony right now, not make any noise, but instead it's making a crash into everything. She's looking at me like ah. Um, yeah, like look, honestly, I've seen some of the videos from that night i can literally see camera people like people trying to get other people's attention to like show them what's happening you can hear the crowd the problem is like you can see why certain people didn't know what's happening because there's just so much commotion and so much insanity and like yes the organizers hooked up and there's a lot of people there who were there to be like you know intense but like at the same time, it doesn't help Travis Scott's case when there's literally video of him being like, fuck that, we're not gonna stop. Let's keep going. Da, 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 da. And I don't know if he thought some people were like exaggerating or anything like that, but like I feel like if you hear anyone in the crowd be like, please stop, please stop, it probably should be for you should be curious about why. <laughs> what is yeah, happening? Do like, people here watch you? So I, I saw the documentary on Woodstock 99. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how bad Woodstock 99 was prior to this documentary because one, I didn't go there, and two, I was too young. Like, I was right. 17, high 18. Yeah, I was in high school. I was 17, 18 years old in 99, 17 years old. And uh, that was not a thing that I could even, that I, one, I didn't want to go. And two, it, it, because it's in New York, it's, I lived a life of like, for a long time, I lived a life of like, oh, that's not in, across the street, then it's never going to happen. It might as well have been fucking China for me. Like, oh, it's in New York. That might as well have been China. So the thought process of like, oh, I want to go never entered my mind. Like for a long, long time, even in my 20s, people were like, oh, we're going to go to Vegas. And I was like, wow, man, that's amazing. Like, you know, let me know how Saturn is. Like it might as well have fucking been the moon, you know? Um, So watching the documentary on Woodstock 99, I didn't know any of those stories. And I was like, holy shit things got crazy and then the performers were on like fuck this we're not like some performers i forgot who but they were like guys come on let's respect our women and let's blah 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 and then other ones were just like we're gonna fuck shit up and light shit on fire like instructing the audience to wow. fucking go even crazier uh and i don't know if that's what happened here i haven't seen any clips i i just know eight, eight people died or nine people died i just know that so uh it, it i it just immediately sparked memories of 
the footage I saw from Woodstock 99 where it was like people going nuts, like and and then the performers not helping at all, in fact, making things worse. And I was like, oh boy, holy shit. And the thing is that Woodstock 99 um didn't claim any lives. So there were no people dying at Woodstock 99. But I remember watching the documentary just a couple months ago, and it, it came out just a couple months ago, the documentary on HBO Max about Woodstock 99, and they said it was it has widely been known as the worst music festival of all time, which is hilarious because we all know about um what's my colleague? Uh Ja Rules uh music festival. Fire festival. Fire festival. I don't even know if you could consider Fire Festival a music festival because you would have to have it music. didn't happen. Because yeah, yeah, right. You would have to. Is I mean, is that a thing? Uh, I don't. So I don't know the thing about this festival. Uh, but it does seem like you know when nine people lose their lives. I do think it's you know it, it is. There's Eddie Murphy has an old joke about that where people like start suing shit for no reason. Like if you get it, and he talked, he gave a story about getting into a fight at a nightclub, and then all of a sudden, fucking people are like, yeah, I wasn't in the fight. You're you're uh per se your honor but uh there was a lot of sweating and then the lights from the disco on and i just at 40 million i need 40 million for my eyes and it's like what the, like he made the joke about that but i'm assuming there's a lot of that too but you know also nine people fucking died so some you yeah, know somebody's yeah. somebody's gonna yeah someone needs to there's a mean something i hope a- it needs to be drake necessarily just like i'm just confused about what his i think he's one of the organizers applying his involvement supposedly the like, thing is like even if he's one of the organizers he's probably just the organizer in name only in a sense of like you know using his clout to get people onto things and things. i don't think i just don't think i don't picture drake being the one making a phone call to send some contracts over you know like i don't see him like sitting there Melly's here. Melly, can you turn your phone sideways for us, please? Oh, hold on. Thank you, Melly. I see myself. Okay. No, maybe. Better? Yes. Well, you kind of have like. Okay, well, it's the grandma like, angle where it's just like the bottom of your chin. Yeah. The grandma angle. Oh. Do you have a. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you look great. You look great. Thank you for joining us. Oh, <laughs> there you go. We'll go with the look. <laughs> uh, and uh, and we have a comment from Melly that says, "I feel like you are doing well with discussing your insecurities because you're, that you're was also you. thinking about." I know. I just like to do it twenty minutes after you said it, so just so I, I could be that. like, "Oh, look, just, <laughs> just to really stop the the just to really slow down the progression yeah. of the show." Uh, with discussing your insecurities because you're also thinking about what others are thinking versus living your life. Uh, no, I'm th- uh, I guess maybe that's, that's not, a, I, I, I thought I was thinking more about what I, what I think more so than what other people think. And I can elaborate on that as someone who was 340 pounds. I'm not um, trying to brag, but I was three, 368. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> did you just say you were 360? Are you sure one up my highest? Yeah, I, I, like, that's, yeah, that, like, that was the joke. That was literally the joke where I said, I'm not trying to brag. I'm not trying to brag, but I was fatter. <laughs> Hey, got it. I was, All right, y'all. Um, Hold on. I have I have to head on out because uh-huh. yeah, it's not my time. Pero lo quiero. Love you. Thank you, Martika. Bye. 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 Her curfew's up. up. She, her mom's calling her. She has to go. So <laughs> We're just I like rotating today. Was um, 340 pounds for over 10 years. Jeez, um, 
I was highly against surgery. Stephanie could tell you. I was like, I'm going to mm. do it. I'm going to do it on my own or whatever. Um, one of the biggest issues that I had and in my insecurities are endless. It's an endless scroll of insecurities was I felt like I took up too much space. And I think like that physical space, you feel like you took up too much physical space. People, yeah. Like obese people understand, like you're at a concert, you feel like you need to be at the back of the room. Cause then the people behind you, if you were in the middle, people behind you can't mm -hmm. see you're taking too much space. You're more than a regular person. So people can't see. And I always felt like I was taking up too much space and that is something that like what you're saying like you were like oh i was too big or mike was like oh i do this do that whatever like you're taking up more than the norm at the, all right i have that in my dining room i i think it's a ghost but cool we can pretend it's not yep yep we'll wait ghosts go away it's the what ghost of it? thanksgiving it's the ghost of the carbs he's not eating just being like mary those are the old chiefs and indians that got murdered we're not happy mm -hmm. Then because the good people are pissed. Yep. <laughs> They're like, bitch, we went through this and you're not going to fucking eat the pie? I literally had that happen to me and my brother was here and he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, eh, well, ghosts, you know, angry people or light bulbs, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Is that like, even like what I learned, I went through five years of therapy two years before I had surgery, three years after I had surgery, because I thought it was beneficial for me to keep on with therapy after I had surgery, was you are going to be really angry at the fact that people are the most inconsistent fuckers humanly possible. What do you mean? You're too fat. You would, you're beautiful, but you're so heavy post-surgery. Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Oh, but you were beautiful before. Oh, but you were this. Oh, but you were that. Oh, but oh. Yeah, always someone always skinny? has a comment about something now you're too like skinny. Oh, I liked you when you were heavier. Oh, I liked it. I'm sorry. I did I have a comment card box somewhere because I needed to kick off the fucking <laughs> shelf. Like, who the fuck told you that any of your opinions matter? Like, I would literally go to therapy and be like, what the fuck? And she'd be like, okay, tell me how you feel. And then I would just be like, why why and she'd be like because people think their opinions matter ultimately at the end of the day i respect the fact that you what you said was you know i feel like i'm too much i felt that way i felt that way since i was 20 years old stephanie can tell you i blew up after high school mm. it was very hormonal based it happened very fast it clicked in and it was like that but stephanie can also tell you with all of my insecurities, I also owned it. I would mm. fucking go out, dress up, be me, fuck it. It wasn't what I could catch a guy with an eight pack. I can catch a guy with that was not an eight pack. That was a dad box. Okay. Okay. Whatever, <laughs> whatever we call those now, because to me it was like a regular person, but I would catch anybody. And that had nothing to do with my appearance. But it was the confidence. It was the fact that you you owned it. But it still did do something to you because, like, you also, since it was hormonal and it was it very fun. quick, you didn't have enough time to, like, really Absolutely. adjust. No. Like, it and, like... Happened. It happened. I gained 20 pounds for the first four years after I turned 18. 
I gained 20 pounds till every year till I was 22. I am already a big boned, and I mean, Neri, you met me once, but you don't remember. But seven, you knows I'm a big framed person. I'm I'm five seven. I'm like an Amazon type of woman. I'm not petite. I'm not skinny. I'm not like your five seven model. Melly, Melly, please, I'm married. Please stop this. I'm not. <laughs> You don't need to keep selling me on you. I'm in, uh, but I'm, I can't. I can't do it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying you're you're already writing your like future Tinder profile. It's <laughs> this is a good but workshop. The point is that like, you know, I was never an unattractive woman, but people always had a say, and their say mm-hmm. has a lot to do with how you feel about yourself. Like I used to sit and argue with my mom and my grandmother and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you tell me where in the law it says like it's against the law to be fat? Yeah, because no. also like you also it come from a family up. where like so Melly's mom is also like five foot nothing. Yeah, like she, she's yes. a tiny lady, very tiny. She's the, she's the scariest woman you ever meet in your life. Scariest yeah. woman. I mean, in true life. Latina mom fashion, she's like I, I'm tiny, like, but I'll, straight I'll fuck up. you she's up. She's got eyes that I'm pretty sure turn to Green Lantern eyes, like in a heartbeat. <laughs> They're olive toned, but they can get real glowy and crazy. This big. Yeah. She's scary. She's uh. you, yeah. But you won't because you're too scared. It's not bad. It's not good. Yeah. Look, honestly, I get that in the sense of like, so one of the things that came along with the whole pregnancy during a pandemic thing is like the weight gain and the change in my body, because my body just, you know, like I had made a human, so like your ribs get a little bit bigger. Your um, make a human, and it takes a long yeah. time. Some people's bodies go back. Some people's bodies go back a little bit, and then like conform to a new standard. And you just have to be okay with it. Yeah, you but it takes a, a bit. It does. It does take a bit to kind of be like, mm-hmm. okay, what are the parts of me that I'm? You're getting to know a new body, but that happens even when you lose weight too, because like everyone expects for some reason, like whenever you're heavy, you think that like the moment you lose weight, you're going to be fine. You're going to feel great. Like all this stuff is going to happen, but like your body's going to be different then too. You're still accommodating to that. You're still just like, all right, what do I do with this now? (laughs) I can tell you like from my own experience, a hundred percent. Now, one of the hardest struggles I had was a year into losing the weight and waking up and looking at yourself and feeling like you are back at your own weight. And you're looking at yourself and you're seeing in real time who you are, but somehow your mind is seeing something bigger. Mm. Okay. You're literally like- so like you're still getting, you're still suffering that bit of that body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. I'm Give me two seconds, guys. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna mute myself for two seconds. I have the electrician calling me because I sent him that. Yeah, because he fucked video. up. <laughs> he's, he's reacting now. But I'll be honest with you. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. I look. You know like, what? That's good service, though. That is good service. On the twenty second, two days ago, was five years of me having surgery, and I can tell you, till to this day, just last week, I looked at myself and I was like, I'm back where I was, and it and it's. But not even remotely. At all. I've I'm mm-hmm. two ten. I've gained a few pounds. I've lost a few pounds. COVID has me gained twenty pounds. I've lost some of that. I'm back and forth. You know, I'm I'm at I'm almost at where I should be. Like where mm-hmm. I was pre COVID, but you know, it, it's toppy turvy. 
But I think we all have to be a bit gentle with ourselves when it comes to like the COVID thing, you know? Of course, but I've lost it. Like, I can't even say I haven't lost it because once I got back to work and running around, like, that shit goes out the window. And I'm back to 210 when before COVID, I was at 205, 207. We're talking five pounds. Yeah. I look at But you feel it. Sometimes, and I'm like, I'm fat again. I, I'm feeling it. I'm like, ugh. And it happens because your body and your mind are so used to seeing you. Remember that I was like that for 10 plus years. So when you've been big for so long, your body, your mind like retains that. So what, even when you lose the weight, there are still moments in time where you're like, oh, look at me. Because you want the perfect image or what you thought was a perfect image is not happening. Yeah. But that's the thing, too, is that we all have this, like, we all have this mental image of where we're supposed to be. But I can actually attest to the fact that there is times where I've hit the goal I had previously set for myself. And, and like, even when you hit that, you're just like, there's still more. And it's a dangerous place to be in because all of a sudden it's one of those things where you're like, you're just always unsatisfied with what you're looking at. And at some point you have to, like, figure out that's a me thing. Like, something's happening with me. That's how you get into eating disorders because suddenly your goal isn't good enough. But your mm. goal is good enough because your goal was a healthy goal, right? Because you didn't try to go to like this extreme. You're like, I want to weigh 100 pounds. You're not going to weigh 100 pounds. We all know you're not going to weigh 100 pounds. I've never, I will never forget when my bariatric nurse asked me what my goal weight was. And I was like, I went away 165. And she said, ma'am, I appreciate your enthusiasm. You're going to look like a skeleton if you get to that weight. You are 5'7". I am 5'7". I have a petite frame. You have a large frame because that is my frame. Not That is scientifically proven. Big bones, my frame. And she's like, I weigh 180. I am petite. If you get to 180, at, you would be a skeleton. Yeah. See, I still remember, speaking of your frame, I still remember the day that we watched, and this is why it goes back to representation, like, sometimes, right? Like, I always harp on about this. We watched Lilo and Stitch, and, like, Layla, her older sister came on, who looks fucking beautiful in the movie, but she has normal she's curves big. and everything. She, she's bigger and stuff, but she's not, you wouldn't say she's big, like, at all. But, but you she, looked at her, and I remember you being like, that's my bitch. That's her, <laughs> like... Like that's something I can own. Moana. And like, I am Moana. Yeah. She's thick. yeah. She's thick. Alex would say, "We need for Halloween for you to be Moana. I'll be like the other guy, and then like Gavin would be the crazy chicken." It was funny. But <laughs> yeah. so today's supposed to. So be dealing with the like, bariatric, like dealing with the the surgery and and all that stuff. Like, how are you coping? How, what do you do for Thanksgiving and stuff? Because I know Nary's. Nary was mentioning earlier that he's just not fucking with it. Where are you landing lately? Bariatric surgery teaches you um, a lot. I'm five years out, so it's a little bit easier. When I first had it, I was obviously right, like very new right after Thanksgiving. So I had like turkey broth. My mom made me turkey broth. No, it's still on theme. (laughs) It was two days after my surgery. We had turkey broth. And you like smell the pie. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. I don't even like sweets anymore. Like the sweet concept of me is like I'll take a 
I'll take like a, a spoon. I'm like, oh, I'll try it. But because sugar does something to my system that makes me feel so ill and gives me what is called dumping syndrome, which is your stomach goes crazy. You get nauseous. You're going to throw up or otherwise I throw up. But sometimes it's otherwise. Um, so I really don't eat a lot of sugar. She's talking about diarrhea. She's talking about pooping. No, I understand. I, yeah, I, think <laughs> I understood by the dump. Thank you. Captain <laughs> Obvious. Where's your hat? Where's your right. hat? Anyway. It's a helmet. Um, it's a helmet, <laughs> madam. It's a helmet. <laughs> no, but like considering you've had all these days off of sugar and carbs yourself, has there ever been any day where you have like maybe tried something really quick and stuff like that in area that like you're like, mm, maybe I shouldn't have right now? Because like I imagine if you've had all this time without, the moment you do have it probably hits your system. It's the same concept. It's the same. It's it's taking it away from your body so that when you reintroduce, it's like when someone doesn't eat meat for like a year and suddenly decides to eat red beef, they can't process it and they end up getting sick. It's the same concept right. when you take something away. Like I can't mm -hmm. eat red beef. Um, or well, now beef. now with that attitude, Melly, come on. <laughs> no, I genuinely can't like I no i know it's, this is a comedy yeah. podcast so i got i got it like, <laughs> a rock in my stomach i'm like when is this gonna and i just end up going away. i um, with the dumping with the dumping so i've been uh, on this like i've been on this man. high protein for 27 weeks and so personally to answer your question steph i i haven't had any sweets and haven't had any bread uh but there are there have been times where i've had the wrong kind of protein the wrong kind of meat in the sense of it's been cooked too greasy mm -hmm. so like oh. i'll so i'll have the logic of like oh it's bacon so bacon is still meat it's still protein but it's very mm, greasy. but it's fatty but it's Smooth. fatty and then so i've had that and i just didn't feel right like it felt like i was like and it wasn't like <laughs> oh my god i'm dying i wasn't oh my god but but it was like mm, should not have he had threw. that should not have he had threw. that what he threw no it. i didn't Oh no, I didn't throw up. I I, I no, I haven't thrown. I had, but I he Melly was uh, suggesting that I threw up. No, I didn't throw it up. But I remember having a feeling of like, oh, not a good decision. Mm, okay. Not a good. I like, and your body just kind of like doesn't. My body like was like, it. my body it was like, this is fucking gross. And being forty years old and always eating fattening food, even at my thinnest, uh, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen, I had lost a good amount of weight and I had gone down and I was going to the gym and I was doing all of this shit, whatever. Even then I was still, I would have my cheat days, right? I would have my one cheat mm -hmm. day a week. Uh, Stephanie, you remember me talking about the cheat days, me and Mike would be, Oh, we're going to have a cheat day today. And blah, blah. Every week I would have a cheat day. I haven't had a cheat day in 27 weeks. So it was <laughs> not, it was a very different feeling from even other previous times of me trying to be healthier me losing weight this time around eating i think it was like maybe five weeks ago so i was at 20 weeks or 20 or something like that and i remember eating bacon and i was like oh i should not have had that and it wasn't like a tiny bit of bacon it was like one whole strip and i was like mm, no no bad decision bad decision not not it was it was the anchorman reaction it was like i immediately regret this decision <laughs> immediately just don't feel good and I, I told my wife, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go take a walk. I literally walked around the neighborhood to try to get that Just out of your pores kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. So but it's, it's, like, it's like immediate meat sweats kind of thing. Yeah. Like when I first had surgery within the next nine months, um, we had like a family gathering. I came down to Miami and we ate. And it, if I eat overeat now, keep in mind that my stomach is about 
three ounces. So it's like give or take. It's, it's like it's less than your palm then. To a toddler. Yeah. Shit. I was gonna I was gonna say my daughter could take down six ounces of, of milk right now. Give or take, right? So. Well, solids versus liquid is different. Oh, okay. If that know. makes sense. So this is more solid based, like stuff that has to process down Shit. and break right. down. Um if I overeat, it gets stuck in my esophagus. Mm. And okay. I'll I feel this pain here. And I'm like, I either need to go for a walk to try to see if it'll go down. If it does not go down, girl's gonna make it to the toilet because it got to get out. Because what you're gonna mm. do is you're gonna bust your esophagus. So I need to get it out. So one of two oh, things. Fuck. But isn't it weird how how a walk helps with that? Isn't that fucking weird? Because I felt the same thing. I'm like, oh, I ate too much grease. I gotta go walk. Like immediately, that was my instinct. Go walk. And I'm like, and I, I had no idea that I had any medical fucking substance whatsoever. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I should not be standing here right now. I just like, I gotta go fucking walk. Is that weird? And you, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. It's like a weird, like it's an instinct. Your body's like motion, like move, <laughs> get things move going. It goes down. But do we want to do um? Do we want to do a? Am I the asshole? No, this is way better. Go, go okay. on, man. Go on. <laughs> It was way better than my asshole. Do, Am I do, ruining your agenda and your show? No, at all. What's I had no, no we idea. never go. We never go to according to agenda. I mean, like, what is what? What were we supposed to talk about today? I feel like we should probably. I don't know. It was Brittany. I know we were supposed it's to talk Red about Notice, Brittany, which I can talk about because I've watched it at least five times. Which one? Oh, you watched Red Notice? I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god, I've watched it five times. Yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds. It's like it's like I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't stay away from him. Did you watch it, Mary? Yes, I watched it. It was fine. It was fine. I, I, I made it. It was fine. It was fine. It made me realize how much The Rock loves to film in the fucking jungle. This man does not leave his house without. I remember watching it the day the day it came out, and I was like, another jungle movie? What the fuck, man? But this, it, it makes this me wonder if he has a timeshare somewhere. Like this time he doesn't just... get to the jungle until the very end of the movie. So I didn't. Huh. It's so it, right. it, that's it what like threw me off about it. Is that when he finally did get to the jungle, I was like, what the? This man loves a fucking jungle. And then I started talking to the boner about this, right? And and like, and now that was the day it came out, which was two Fridays ago uh, or last, whatever it was. Yeah, two Fridays ago. And now there's a fucking meme talking about how much he loves fucking, how much he loves the jungle. There's an actual meme of the, the scene of Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's pointing at the TV. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and then on on one side it shows Jumanji, and then and then Leo saying Jumanji, and then on the other side it's saying Jumanji too, and Leo saying Jumanji, and then on third the third slide it says so it just keeps naming all of the rocks Jungle movies. Cruise. I just oh, Jungle Cruise, Jungle and then Cruise. in every one Leo just keeps yelling out Jumanji because it's the same fucking thing, and it's literally like the same the day that the movie came out on Netflix. I made that fucking I noticed it right, mm -hmm. and then now it's a meme, and I'm like fuck man, I should have capitalized on that. <laughs> Rock just knows that the he suits that's the khaki colors and like green looks good around his green his skin tone and he's gonna work with it. He's gonna, he's like, it makes me curious. Like, I kind of right wanna... now, I'm pretty sure those are all three films were filmed during Jumanji the first one when he. But was, it was kind of curious. So many. Curious. Look, look, I'm telling you this right now. I, I wrote down the list. Hold on. Yeah, I'm kind of oh, curious oh. to see if any of the locations have any commonalities like or if any of them are the same place because like maybe logistically he was like look i'm gonna be here for a while who wants to do some shit get me money let's go all right so ready 
Ready for this? Right. Jungle Cruise, Jumanji, Jumanji 2, Hobbs and Shaw, Rampage, Moana, which is fucking animated, Hercules. <laughs> in Hercules, he was in a forest. I don't know if you want to count that as a jungle, but it was a no, forest. No, no. I would say no. If it's a Journey forest. to Center of the Earth, and then, oh, yeah. the, and then the rundown. In the run. Oh, oh and then and he still has red notice, and then he still has red notice. Jung- yeah, and then Jungle Cruise is in that list or no? Yeah, yeah. Jungle Cruise is on okay. that list. Yeah, so that's, that's a lot, lot of jungle. fucking jungle, man. Yeah. I, I still it put makes- Hercules in there because I'm like, it's close enough. It's a fucking forest. It's close yeah. enough. This is bullshit. well, basically, because you know how like that one guy from Lost started showing like um, oh shit, what's his name? The bald guy. No, no, the oh man, it was like the really hot Asian guy. Um, you could have just said the Asian guy. He, he was the one. There was one Asian dude in, in Lost. No, there was another. There was another South Asian man. Um, yes, Indian count as Asian as well. And back. Yes. Um, <laughs> Have you? Did you ever see the movie Cock Blockers? No. No. Um, John Cena is mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh, I know. And who then is. he he's married to an in, he's married to a uh, an Indian woman, mm-hmm. and somebody goes, "Oh yeah, you know." He somebody said Asian. He, and he goes, "Yeah, my wife is Asian." He goes, "No, but like Asian, Asian." And he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, my wife is Asian." And he was like, "No, your wife is Indian." And he goes, "Yeah, India is in Asia." And he goes, "But I meant like normal Asian." <laughs> and, and so that was a state. No. So that was in the movie Cock Blockers. And right now, when you go, Indian is also South Pacific. South Pacific uh, Indian is also Asian. I was about to be like, but I meant like Asian in the more traditional sense. About <laughs> 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 to go into that, but I realized I don't know if you've seen the movie, so I wouldn't know if you actually knew that I was making a reference to the movie or if you thought I was fucking racist. So I was like, let me <laughs> tell her about the movie. Yeah. Context. Like, about the movie context because nowadays it's like what the fuck I'm like, no, I was referencing a movie it's, uh, great. Okay. <laughs> no um so like I forget his name I have to look up this actor's name but the guy I was talking about from Lost there was like that period of time where like any movie that's happening in Hawaii he's gonna be in it just oh, is it the Asian to... guy? he's a guy from a Hawaii yeah. 5-0 right he's in Hawaii yeah, 5-0, Hawaii 5-0. he was yes. also in a few other movies yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So that guy, like, he was just in a bunch of Hawaii movies, not because, like, just he was around. And they're like, you're a name. You're around. So that's why I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there's any crossover with the jungles is what I'm saying when it comes uh-huh. to the rock. I got you just, he, I think just, he just and he's always dressed the same. He's always dressed the same. He's always a khaki shirt thing. with the fucking gun holster with the with the shoulder gun holster thing. It's it's just I say again. Yeah. Melly, I don't know if I don't know. I you're not gonna find a bigger fan of the rock than me. You're not gonna it's just not gonna happen. Oh, Mary but I'm love. also but I'm yeah, I'm in love. But I'm also a fan that likes to call out shit when I see it. I'm like, I'm not blind to the fucking just like I'm not blind to the fact that a lot a lot of his movies are not good. But i I watch him, I support him. Uh don't give me I, I still movie called with Kevin Hart. Which, Which one with Kevin he's Hart? Done oh, the, he's, he's done, done a bunch with Kevin Hart. <laughs> he's done. He's done. Uh, Central <laughs> Intelligence. He, he Central did, Intelligence. Did, yeah. Okay. Exactly. What about that one? Good movie. It was fine. Humorous. It was fine. It was fine. What I like about when you say that about movie, it was humorous. It just sounds like it's it's the movie equivalent of like they're there. Yeah, it was <laughs> but it fine. Was, that's, but it was entertaining because that's and that's out of his own character because now he's playing this weird role. That's not really his usual role because he's playing an insecure high schooler, post high schooler, now adult, but still have major insecurities. Oh, man, that scene hit so close. That scene hit that scene hit so hard in in central intelligence because he's this big buff dude. He's the rock. But when he met up with his high school bully, he just saw himself as that fat kid. Correct. 
and I it was a comedy, but I was like, like human. <laughs> it was a very human moment. Like no matter yes. that you change yeah. yourself when you reach your your enemy, you're like fuck. You you still go back to the person that you were. No, hundred percent. Yeah, well, like, even what Martico was talking about earlier when we were talking about families, it happens with family, too, bro. Like, oh, 100%. You revert. <laughs> 100%. I agree with her. Like, well, what she was saying, she was like, I'm in an Airbnb because my mom, like, if if I had to spend more than, like, a couple of days with my mom, I'd be like, I'm out. I gotta go do something. I'm gonna go stay at someone's house. Like, I gotta get out. Why? Because my mom drives me nuts. I live yeah. five minutes from here from my mom right now because I've now established back in Miami. Where would you go before, Manny? I lived in Orlando first. Oh. It was amazing. I didn't have any family there. So I can just come over and do it. It was awesome. No was family awesome. around to speak of. It, it was, was amazing. And then I came and I moved down here. And then I had a boyfriend. And then I moved to my childhood home. And then he left me. And now I live five minutes from my mom, who has the key because she's a landlord. And I'm like, you can't open the door just because you say so. And if you continue to do that and I'm fucking someone, I'm just going to come out naked and fuck you. And she's like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. I'm not. I talk to my mom real. I'm like, hey, if I'm fucking someone and you continue to do this, I'm just going to Oh, I was dating a girl one time who literally picked up the phone as we were having sex, right? And she, it was her mom. She's like, I just got to tell her that she, cause she's going to keep on calling if I don't pick up. And we were literally, I was in her. <laughs> the phone Hello? and she goes and i don't i'm assuming her mom goes what are you doing she goes i'm having sex right now what, what, what's up what's going on is it an emergency <gasps> and then she goes and then and then the girl was like the girl said because you wouldn't stop calling if i didn't pick up you were not going to stop calling so and then yep. i had to pick up so but yeah i'm having sex what's going on what's up yes <laughs> mom yes yep. his dick is in me right now and i was like <gasps> So I would like to say, for comedic comedically, I would like to say that that moment I was like, "Oh my, clutch my pearls!" But in real real talk, I was still thrusting, so it, w- it clearly wasn't enough for me to stop. It wasn't you enough like, for me. To- oh, you were. Talking I was like, you were like, like "Ma'am, I'm in a mode, so we're still." Yeah, I'm like, you know what? This is the closest I'm going to get to that I've gotten to a threesome. So you know what? Um, <laughs> oh no, let's I, ride. I literally had words with my mom. I'm like, listen, we're we I am 37 years old. I just turned 37. I am recently single. I am living in my childhood home. Yeah, we I, need to, I need to cope with some shit, man. Like, I cope <laughs> with a lot of stuff. So yeah. if you continue to just show up and one day I'm having sex with someone, I'm going to show up naked, walk out that door, and I'm not going to care. And you're going to have to deal with it. Are you okay with that? She's like, I'll call before I get here. I'm like, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I would love for like you one day, even if someone's not over, just to happen to walk out and be like, "There is two, two men in that room." I'm having a threesome. Are you? Do you want coffee? Is that what you came over here for? <laughs> Let's go make you some coffee. The Can sugar's over there. The sugar's over there. Go grab your shit. Go. I'll make every guys. You want some coffee? I'll make coffee. Do you need a stirrer? Because I have two guys who have stirrers. Do you need a stirrer? Do you we'll need- make it work. Yeah, yeah. one is wearing attachments right now. So do you need me to grab anything? That like literally, my mom just stares at me when I tell her shit like that, and she's like, "I'm like, you have been taken since you were 14, and I have been single my entire life." So yeah, the, yeah. It's I think she just it's another it's a generational thing too, where I just don't think 100%. that they 
they don't think about things like that. They like don't. about like and, single life and, and having to go do right things like now, I am post breakup. It's been two and a half. Interesting. Almost three months. And like today's today would have been my one year anniversary. And, you know, my mom's just worried. And I understand that. I, I think but anybody, also just don't show up at the house. Like, right. And anybody understands that. And you just need to, you know, when I told her was because she just kept kind of bearing down on me was what I need you to do. You want me to tell you what you need to do? She's like, tell me how to fix it. You want me to tell you to fix it? Stop. Yeah. And when I'm ready to talk, when I'm ready, have your ears open and be there to listen to me. Other ears than, open, mouth closed. There is nothing, nothing that you can do right now. Yeah. You know, and she's like. This would be hard for a parent. Absolutely, she is hurting. She literally asked me what I what I wanted for Christmas, and then I asked her what she wanted for Christmas, and she told me she wanted me to feel better. And I was like, "Well, that's not at Macy's. So, what do you want for Christmas?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't pay that on layaway, so you know, layaway. How fucking old are you, Stephanie? Jesus, layaway. What's that to be? Do you guys no. have to pay there? I don't know what the reference that's was. More of that. What that's what's that weird thing called now? Karma, car- karma, whatever. Where you can like do things in four after pay. Or a okay, so yeah, we have that. Something else. There, right, I was trying to make references that you guys have there. I don't know if you have the Australian yeah. shit. Well, <laughs> Australian shit. You don't know if you have credit cards. You don't know if we have credit cards. I don't, oh, I don't know. know the U.S. has credit anymore. Look, honestly, it's well. I mean, I mean. <laughs> I mean, you're not that wrong, but I'm just saying. I mean, at all. <laughs> so we may not have credit with the rest of the world, but we have credit with each other, and that's what matters. <laughs> that's no, yeah. but ultimately, you know, like parents and holidays and things like that, like to Martika's point, she's like, I need a little bit of space because it, it does become overwhelming, especially, you know, when you've gone through something and you just have to kind of be like, like to me, it's establishing boundaries, which is new to me. But with help, I've been able to be like, back off. This is where we stand. Don't come back over. off with love. Yeah. Back off with love. I love you. I know what you're trying to do, but you still need to back off because you're just put. I literally had to be like, you remember when I was a teenager and you tried to do this and then it really backfired on you? I'm 37 now. That's still going to backfire on you. So stop. Mm. Let's learn. Yeah. And Mary, back- can you can you imagine that like one of these days we're going to have to like watch our kids get heartbroken? It, it's painful. It's I- painful for me because Sophie is very much like me in every way possible uh, good and bad and me being very sensitive and also I'm the type of person who is quick to fall in love like you just gotta be nice to me and I will love you like that's really all you need to do like it's not even like it took me years upon years of self-reflection i would love to be able to say therapy but i just never went to therapy but it took me years of self-reflection to be real to realize oh even if people are toxic if they're nice to me i will stick around yeah um so i fall in love rather quickly rather easily and that tends to lead to heartbreaks real bad heartbreaks because I was in love because it's not, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me I wasn't in love, even though I w- we only dated for, you know, six months or eight months or whatever it was. No. I see my daughter. I see my daughter. Like we were talked about this, um, a couple of weeks ago, Steph and I did, we talked about, um, I see my daughter, like she gets made fun of in school for shit. Like she says things like, Oh, this is so-and-so my best friend. And the other little girl would be like, we're not friends. And I was like, 
much. And it's, and I've, I've witnessed that when my daughter was like five, six years old and it was Mm -hmm. brutal. Like I wanted to take that little girl and fucking curb stomp her. Like I wanted to just be like, fuck you, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It sounds like your daughter and potentially you are M. Empaths, empaths. Right? Yeah, that's what that's yeah, what, we were talking about that's that what yeah, Stephanie said that to me last time. She's like, You're an empath. And I'm like, I don't know what it means, but it hurts my feelings when you call me names. And she's like, Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about right now. That's yeah, it. Right that's now. right there. So I'm an empath. Stephanie can mm-hmm. tell you give you God knows how many examples, but I am a very deep empath and <laughs> Yeah, you tend to give people chances when they don't deserve them. Things like that, like Oh really, Stephanie? Only her? Oh, no, 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 no. I know. I know. Oh, I know. Pot kettle. Pot kettle. Pot kettle. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. Listen, listen. Don't you be fucking attacking her. I'm in Miami. I can find your ass. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very public. I post where I'm going to do shows. I'm not hiding. Uh, but I fucking... <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie and I, when Stephanie and I met, my, my, my our first conversation was, do I get to keep you when you guys break up? That was our first conversation <laughs> when I first yeah. met her. No one I, And I agreed. I was like, okay. Yeah, and I was like, this is not going to end well. Uh, hi, by the way, nice to meet you. This is not going to end well. Can I keep you afterwards when everything I is understand. said and done? So, oh, yeah, a lot of people were like that with that particular relationship. <laughs> Being like, hey, nice to meet you. Hopefully I'll see you when this is done. Conversations with that. But mm-hmm. I can tell you, being an empath has a lot of, there are a lot of negatives in the fact, in the way of, Having the energy that you do, you're a healer, you are, your intuition is on point, and it's a beautiful thing. But the, <laughs> the negative factor is that you can be alone at a restaurant sitting at the bar trying to eat by yourself, and five seconds later, someone shows up. The bar's empty. There's a million chairs. They plop themselves right next to you. All you mm. do is ask, hi, happy Wednesday. How are you? Okay. And then next thing you know, whole life story. 30 minutes later. All right, listen, this is what you need to do. And then I'm like changing people's lives. Like I'm literally like, stop doing that. Do this, do this, do this, do this. So I don't know why you're doing that. And did you know you, I know you're doing this. I didn't tell you that. I know you're still doing this shit. Stop doing that. Mary, Mary's seeing that in his daughter already though. Like she has like. So I have to let, I have to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know if you believe in this. So, I mean, we're relatively new to each other. I only met you once in person, but she could be clairvoyant. Oh, no, I don't believe in any of that. But um, <laughs> what I, what I, um, I'm not knocking it. I'm just, she asked, she said, I don't know if you believe no, in this. It just gives question. you a learning curve when it happens. I mean, I'm just telling you what it is. I, I, um, I, I've had to start already. My, my wife and I both had to start already like teaching her like, Hey, um, some people just suck. Like, I don't say those words. That's not how I phrase it to a 10 year old, but right. I have to tell her like, we have to take our self-worth is not, does not come from other people. Right. When you can't. It's be, good for it's good for her to start learning that now. Yeah, so I'm I, I I've been it's been like a year or two of me like it doesn't matter what other people say, I know, and I've told her I'm like fuck now, but dreams of something mm-hmm. that was happening. What? Have you ever had her? You broke up. Dreams of something that was happening that hasn't happened. No, I mean I've dreamed about threesomes a lot, but it hasn't happened. So I mean that's <laughs> no, what you're talking about, sir. Not a dream. Oh. 
Oh, okay. I mean, the person was on the phone. <laughs> Deja vu, if you will. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, so that's I've had to, you know, my daughter's one of those, like, she's just like me. She's just like me. She's like, so, mm-hmm. like, she, t- like, I have to teach her now, knowing what I know about life is like, we don't, we can't take our self worth from other people. We can't get it from other people. We got to get it from ourselves. It doesn't matter what other people say. And, and, and I, I try to instill the thought of, don't change who you are. Don't change yourself being kind and don't let it like, I don't want, I've never said the actual words to her, but I've never said, I, I'm trying to relay the message of like, don't get, don't get bitter and don't let them make you a bitter, ugly person on the inside. Just because mm-hmm. X amount of people or certain people during your certain parts of your life turn down your love. You're like, okay, your love, my love wasn't for you. Cool. We're moving on to somebody else and we just move on with our life and just yeah. never, so I tell, I tell her, I, the words I do use, I'm like, you're, I've told her this. I said, your superpower is that you're kind. That is your superpower. You are kind oh, and you're a generous person. And don't let anybody be your kryptonite. You have to continue being using your superpower. And if they don't want it, then we're going on and we'll move on. So that's how, I, how I've expressed to a 10-year-old, we don't take our self-worth because I can't say that to a 10-year-old. We don't give a shit what dickheads say. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> the, the world is a mean and nasty place and we'll and beat you, you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. Uh, <laughs> Super rocky. Messages that you could ever give her as someone mm-hmm. who has always been overly sensitive and overly intuitive um, my family always told me that I was too sensitive. And too yeah, so that's the wrong way about going about it. Yeah. And that I was too, too much. You feel too much. You, you, you take on too much, but I can't. I was told I was a bitch. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. That's the phrase that I was doing, told more. But that's the times. different way that they. That's a different way that they say things to like girls and guys, right? Like the girls right. is like be less, and the guys like be less of a bitch. Like yeah. it's one of those things where like boys are taught that toxic Mexican bullshit, and then girls oh, yeah, are told like, "Stop your fucking crying!" And like I was like, "Oh Jesus!" It was like, That's just not helping. That's it was helping. just a dog. Let it fucking go. And I was like, "Best <laughs> friend." She's never stopped being who she is. That's her nature, and that's going to continue to be her nature as she grows to be an adult. And the more that you can have her accept it and understand that that's okay, even if people aren't accepting of it, will give her more strength and less therapy time in the long run. And that's a lot. Yeah, save a few bills. Save a few yeah, bills. that's my whole goal, man. I'm just trying to get, I'm just, like, just you know, as a parent, my goal is to be like, let's keep the, the trauma, the therapist bill to like the minimum, <laughs> minimum. You know? like we do still live in the states like you just gotta my yeah. mother now is like i get that this is how you are and i and i accept you but i still don't quite understand like she herself doesn't understand and it's because she's not me i feel uh, what she is never going to feel my mother when she gets insulted she doesn't look at it like, why am I insulted? Well, my feelings are actually hurt. I'm feeling this sort of way. I feel she won't way. be like self reflect on it. No. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna look at it and be like, fuck you. I'm fucking <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Look, she's a bulldog. She's a yeah. fuck with my mother. And yeah, I, I've, yeah, yeah, I had the same thing. That I have people, mm-hmm. long run. yeah. 
What were you yeah, saying? I've, Aaron, had, that- I've had people in my life with the same way. Like Mike talked about this one time where he was in a group of, and he he referred to it as like dumb Americans when he was in Japan and they were getting like at a dinner and they were super loud. It was a busy restaurant, but they were super loud. His group specifically was very loud and they had people, a major D come over and like, hey, you guys got to quiet down a little bit. His friend's immediate reaction was to be like, what the fuck? Where Mike had to step in and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I apologize for being a lot. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. cultural thing. He he equated it to a cultural thing where I guess maybe I'm not saying that's not the case, but I've met, I have people in my family who are like that, who like you can't give them any kind of, I don't even want to say the word criticism. You can't give them any, you can't talk to them without, like there are certain people in my, in, in my family who I have to take an active Okay, if I say it this way, this is how they're going to react. If I say it this way, mm. this is how they're going to react. And I have to plan out exactly. how to have a conversation. And, and a lot of times I find myself avoiding conversations just because I don't want, like, they're going to get upset about this anyway. There's no, you know what I mean? And uh, so there's, so I find myself doing that with plenty of family members. And I've, I've just learned throughout, I think this year has been a very big year for me in multiple reasons. But I think this year, me saying, like, just because you're family, um, it doesn't matter if you're a cousin or whatever the, whatever your title is, you're still toxic, and I don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. I've, it's really I, hard I, to let Latinos to do, man. It's so it's hard, hard for it's hard to do that. Like shit. I was having this conversation on this podcast before. Uh, I don't know if you were on that episode, stuff, but I was like, it's hard because Latinos are instilled with the family values, and families are important, and families are so important, mm-hmm. families are so important. But you have to come to realize that just because you're family does not mean that they should be in your life. Because some people are very much toxic people to you and they may be great and not taking i'm not taking shots on anybody in my family or anything i'm just saying you may be amazing and you may be awesome but you and i together are not don't do well together because of whatever the reason may be and i talked about this before with martika i was like oh are you i have people who are exactly like me and i'm like i don't i don't i can't i don't just you know what i mean and i want to and like the two like two parts of the magnet the magnet yeah yeah like, and when I say like, exactly like, like me, I don't mean exactly. I mean like they're like like how I was ten years ago. And I'm like, right. oh, you got a lot of growing, you got a lot of growing up to do. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you in ten years because I can't fucking I can't uh, right now. This is putting my head into a fucking wall. That I 100 yeah. percent relate, and Stephanie can back me up here. My brother was a very, very, very toxic person in my life. Like, mm. just looking at Stephanie can give you the heads up of how toxic he was. <laughs> and I kept trying in the relationship. I wanted to try. I wanted to I wanted to have the relationship that Stephanie has with her brother. And I kept trying because Stephanie and her relationship with her family was the example of what I wanted. And it got to the point that he got into a fight with my parents and he stopped talking to my parents for 10 months that I finally was like fuck this yeah like now you're fucking with family right right and now it's like you're on the other side even though that is your family now you're on the other side and when my parents took him back because they were desperate to take him back because parents are parents no matter what your kids are your yeah it's parents. hard man it's hard for parents your kids are your kids no matter what you you take them back you forgive because they're yours you made them mm-hmm. um i did not and he kept trying to reach out to me and i kept not and finally my mom had to be like 
Do you not think that she's mad at you? Do you not realize that she's upset with you? And he kept trying and I finally responded back to him and I said, I'm not your, I work for a hotel that has discounts and he would only contact me when he wanted mm. Yeah, because right. it wasn't even that he was reaching out to like reach out. He was reaching out to get yeah. home. Right, 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 we're, right. We're gonna, we're just, who the fuck cares about my my life? Yeah. Right, right. And I, yeah, I, I had like, to hold him. Family, man, family's so complicated and stupid. We're right. all dumb. But he was also very like unbelievable. And I finally got to the point I said, I'm gonna send this to you. I said, however, from this point on, we are done. You're not getting any more of these. I'm done with this. I'm not a discount form. This is not fucking like, coupons.com and you need to fucking figure it out and if you don't get this at the boundary if you don't have the balls to ask me about my life and how my life is going then you don't get to get anything else and i dropped it gave it to him moved on and did not talk to him for like a year and a half and after the year and a half he started kind of coming around it was very slow motion and it's taken up until this point I can honestly say within the last like four months prior to my relationship ending and then after my relationship ending was him kind of being like, hey, I heard like, what do you need? And let me help you. And and, mm. and even today, him showing up and we actually had a, a conversation that was like a regular conversation that you would have with someone, you know, not like a weird one where he actually was like present. More- present and you know and just kind of worried and just kind of like what's going on in your life but it has taken i mean when he disowned my parents it was 2017 i mean it was an entire year it was very painful and and painful in the sense of like i wasn't missing him by any means we didn't have yeah yeah it's painful to watch your parents go through that yeah but my parents would call me crying yeah i was in a and I would have my parents call me cry separately and then together. And I'm like, right. fuck. Bro, that's a lot. That's and a lot. when you have to deal with that, and then he comes back and they take him and they forgive him, you are not as forgiving. Because you're like, fuck you. Well, it's kind of like when your friend takes back the guy that they shouldn't take him back. And you're sitting there like, bitch. <laughs> How many you- times have we had this conversation? <laughs> But it's a parent. Like, they're going to do it. They're going to do but it. But your parents, it, it's so, I feel like it's so much harder when your your parents are crying to you because your sibling is fucking up. And, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. it's Father's Day. It's Mother's Day. It's, and, and it's your birthday. And he doesn't call. And he doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. And you're, they're just, like, they're, they're in pain. And you're just, yeah. like, yeah. I'm so sorry. And he's never going to get that time back. And I think he's working towards mending that with them. Yeah, at least he's putting in the work. Which which shows growth on his end. And, and again, as I said before, Stephanie can tell you the type of person he was. And the fact that he's making these strides tells you there is growth that's happening. Yeah, I mean, and, we're all people, man. We all make change. Oh, look, we got a comment. Melly says that she is down to do a live. Oh, <laughs> Angie says, oh my God, I'm loving this. My sister! Our Angie says. With the people, with the family that you've had to go no contact, low contact, considering this is a 
Look, considering it's a Thanksgiving episode, what other time to talk about family that we can't get along with? <laughs> um, like with the family that you've had to go no, no contact or low, however it is, have you actually had the conversation with them? Or are you just kind of like letting it just... Mm, well, here's... Okay, so there's... Uh, no, there's... Uh, I've never had the conversation because the people who are that frame of mind, like going back to what I was saying before, like defensive, immediately, like any kind of criticism or conversation is like, I got to attack. Fuck you. Like your immediate reaction is to attack. Mm -hmm. I've had the conversation with my mom because my mom was like, you got to talk to your cousin and you got to talk. And I'm like, mom, this is the conversation. And I'm like, there's no point of having a conversation because this is what happens. Every time I bring up a conversation, they get defensive. And I use the example of the restaurant with Mike. I use that example of like, Mm -hmm. they don't have it in them to be like what they're feeling is embarrassment that I'm calling them out on something and what right. their reaction is anger. And I don't need that because I didn't do anything wrong. In fact, they're the ones that did something wrong. And I, I would ask, so my, I've had that conversation with my mom, which is twofold. One is therapeutic for me. And two, I know I was going to get back to that person at some point, you know, cause my mom is my mom. So I know <laughs> that I was going to get back to them, but no, I don't have that conversation because here's the thing. I'm the youngest in the family. Of my um, generation, I'm the youngest in the family. And if I'm if I'm 40 and I could fucking spot this, you should be able to spot this. Yeah. I think you're 46, 47 years <laughs> old. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to fucking tell you, hey, you're being toxic. I shouldn't have to have this conversation. Like you're being toxic and I'm not criticizing you. I'm simply, you know, asking a question and blah, blah, blah. Like I shouldn't have to go through this. Yeah. But there's only so I, much like energy you're going to put into it. That's, and that's the other thing. That's like the other thing. It's like I was having this conversation with my friend about my family. And I was like, dude, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm fucking 40. I got three kids. I got other shit that I got to deal with. You know what I mean? I got I'm trying to fucking better myself through my through my eating habits. I'm trying to better myself. Fucking uh, I'm trying to work on 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 my relationship with my kids. And, and I'm trying to I'll do this all while trying to get some work from a fucking phenomenally awful year business-wise mm. that I'm trying to recoup from. And like, I'm trying to do all of this shit together. I'm going to have a sit down and be like, listen, I didn't like the way when I talked to you. You've, I'm like, fuck it. I'm done. I'll just cut you out. I just, I have zero fucking qualms about cutting motherfuckers out now. And your title to me means nothing. Unless that yeah. title is wife and or child, your title means nothing. And I, it's the saddest, it's a sad but true thing. Like I have best friends who fucking, you know, went through some crazy shit last year politically and they, they change as human beings. I felt, I'm like, Jesus Christ, guy, where are you coming from? And I can't relate to them anymore. Pe- friends that I've had for mm. 25, 30 years. And I'm like, I can't. So that whole thing, like, I don't have the time for this and I don't have the energy for this. I got, I'm focusing on bettering my life on multiple aspects. I feel like my life right now, and it has been for X amount of years, has been multi I'm focusing on multi, multiple angles at the same time of bettering multiple facets. So simultaneously, I'm trying to focus on making my comedy better, being being professionally better, you know, and that entails multiple things in itself. It's not just be a better comedian. It's like, okay, let's get more on the web. Let's get more uh, social. Let's get more interactions on the Internet. Let's get this Mm -hmm. and that. Let's work on our craft. Let's write more material. Let's write this and that. Let's practice our Let's slow down on our, uh, you know, like technical getting now technical aspects as far as stage time um, doing this and that. So me, quote unquote, being a better comedian is multifaceted in itself 
Uh, yeah, because it entails energies, so many things. Yeah, like being a comedian as, is actually so much. Correct. And as far as you know, energies expended. Comedian. As far as energies expended, and it's like, oh, be a better husband, or be a better father, be there, blah blah blah. Oh, now, now the pandemic is hitting. But I have all this shit going on for me to sit here and be like, okay, well. Uh, you know, when I talk to you, sometimes uh, you come off as very angry and re- like, I'm not, I'm, I'm 40 and you're 46. Why are we having this conversation? Why, why is this conversation? Why am I, why is it coming down to me? Why am I the one having the conversation? And my mom had that. My mom told me, she was like, you know, you, you gotta, you know, the, the, your cousin is waiting for you to apologize. I'm like, oh, uh, well, uh, okay, that's not going to happen. And I told her to, I said, I was like, I'm not angry. This isn't an angry reaction. What happened, Emily? I'm sorry. I said the waiting room has a 30-year wait time. Right. <laughs> right. I, I'm like, I, I told my mom, I told my mom, I go, look, this isn't coming out of anger. So it's not like I don't want you to think of it as like, oh, fuck that. She owes me an apology. No, I'm just telling you that I am more than happy to have a conversation with this person once they apologize for what I have on fucking text. I have mm-hmm. received. So, and I told my mom, I was like, this is the reason why I sent a text. And not a fucking conversation because there's no like, oh, you you misinterpreted it. <laughs> okay. I got receipts, yeah. motherfucker. I got receipts. So it's like that conversation is like, so when they apologize to me, I'm open to have a conversation. And then yeah. that type of shit. And then and then guess what? It's been three months and my mom hasn't brought it up since, which means my mom went back to them, told, told them, told them Neri's waiting for an apology, and they said, fuck him. And I was like, good, and that's fine. I'm fine yeah. with it, dude. I'm not living my life in anger. I'm not living my life, like, constantly. You're just bothered. living your life. I'm just living my life. And if you're yeah. not in it, sorry, bro, you're not in it. This isn't a yeah. diss. It's it's like I got other shit that I got to do. And I feel mm-hmm. like I'm 40, especially now that I'm, and again, I know this song, I saw it. I feel like when I say this, I feel like a broken record because I've said this multiple times throughout my life. But now that I'm starting, I feel like I'm starting to get my weight lot, my weight under control, or at least the plan of action to get it under control is under control. Mm-hmm. Now that I got that going for me and work is now trying starting up again and all this stuff there. And I'm like, I I got others. I'm enjoying my life. Like that. You're phrase, enjoying your like, forward momentum again. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I feel like things are clicking right now, and I don't really need to slow down for you. Yeah. Like, what were we gonna say, maybe, maybe you should speed up so I don't have to stop like and catch, catch up. up. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you that a the momentum is awesome. So keep it up. Thank but you. you're living your best life. Whether yeah. you're plan in action, whether it's a plan in like strategy, but we haven't taken action or not. You've obviously done a really great job. But the biggest thing that I take away from your everything that you said is it is not your job to parent older generations. Correct. You're doing when you're telling people you shouldn't be doing that. And then they, in turn, get defensive because how dare you parent me yeah. to tell me how I should behave. Let's be real. We all grew up with the same generation. Like... You, you all grew ahead up. of us, yeah. Everyone at some point, there are very much cultural things that are ingrained in us throughout the years of how to behave in public. So if you're not doing it and to get hacer una chuma, and then someone's <laughs> telling you stop being una fucking chuma, and you're like, how fucking dare you, bitch? You're upset because I'm telling you what your mama would have motherfucker told your ass. <clears throat> And maybe she's not here to tell you, and I'm here to tell you, and now you're pissed off about it. But at the oh end of the day, get over it. 
and stop being a fucking chumma. So, so Miami funny. just flies I, out of Miami, was, out of Nelly sometimes. <laughs> that conversation that I was having with my mom, I said, mom, I got other shit going on in my life right now. And I was saying, I was trying to say the word because it's a conversation between my mom when I was in Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. But I was, what I was trying to say is like, I don't have time for drama. I don't like drama. I don't like any drama in my life. Okay. And so I didn't know drama in Spanish translates to chumeria. Mm-hmm. Right, so I didn't know that because okay. I thought to me, Chumaria is always gossip. That's what I thought Chumaria was. Mm-hmm. Right, I thought it translated to gossip. Just Hialeah, then it's a fucking drama. Correct. So, <laughs> so you're you're right because I was explaining to mom, I'm like, mom, I got other shit. I'm like, I don't need any of this fucking like all this dramatic. My life is not a fucking soap opera, dude. I don't need any of this shit in my fucking life. And she, I go, I don't like people who are like that. She goes, see, 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 like handing it in a Chumaria, and I was like. Is that it? Is that the fucking word? I was looking for? I was like, is that the word I was looking? For? I was like, I was looking for dramatic. I was looking for dramatic, but it, was it Chumania? Yeah, fuck her. She's a fucking Chuma. Like I was like that. Like I was like, yeah. Chumania. Okay. She likes to make it's a scene. Like, it's not only. It's not Chumania is like not only being a gossiper. That was the initial meaning behind it, but it has taken a turn into being too a uh, Chuma. You're like the girl. You're like the person. Fuck a girl because it could be a guy too. And you go. Someone's telling you to be quiet at a restaurant because you are being way too loud and it is unacceptable. We're not telling you like, oh, you're having a good time. No, like you are surpassing good time. Now you're just like, a gr- like you're making a scene. And then you turn around and you're like, what the fuck? What do you mean? What the fuck? Like you're in a fucking restaurant. You want to fucking be like that? Go out. Act right. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Go act right. Yeah. Who the hell oh, no, 100%. raised you? Go bring your mother over here so I can scold her for fucking raising you like a bull <laughs> that you are. And then they're like... Oh, dear. I love when Melly like <laughs> when she scolds imaginary me. parents is the best. I don't <laughs> like it's just so, but it's so weird how people get defensive over stupid shit. You go, you get defensive because, because people are calling you out on shit. Yeah, they want to defend. I have a right to be on a chuma. No, bitch, you have a right to be on a chuma in the street, in the fucking parking lot, and the Sedanos at Hialeah. You don't have the right to be on a chukma in this fucking restaurant when everybody else is paying good money to fucking eat here and they don't need to have a ruined time because your ass can't control your body. Yeah. Yeah. Once that your shit it. starts affecting other people around you, your is right when you need stop to... when it interferes with my right. Yeah. That's the way it works. So, uh, all right, we got to let it go. We got to step because we've gone half an hour over our usual time, but it's been great because I love it. I'm not complaining. I am enjoying the fuck out of Melly. Melly, you are welcome here anytime. You are great. You are fantastic. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bird Network that are, uh, include, but not limited to. Better let me tell you the um, oh Mount Geekmore podcast, Shiver, uh, Kick Flicks. Yeah. Uh, Seasons, a TV <laughs> podcast, uh, Child Like a Best with Mike Valdez and Cramacopia with our friends Q and yeah. uh, Jeff. So make sure you guys check that out. Go to geekbro.net, get uh, get that going. Uh, Steph, many you guys are awesome. My website is whatwashisname.com. Check out the, I just posted a new reel earlier this week. If you're listening to the audio version of this, I posted a new reel back in November. So make sure you guys check that out. I'm a little behind on the audio version. It's just, it's fucking life. Life happens. Love you guys. Thanks very much. That's how winning is done. <laughs>